King Gates, New Orleans Savior. What up, Tony Bruno? You're now listening to the Fire Sports Radio Show. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show. What you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. Fire Sports Radio. Let's talk about today. Plays, news, headlines, and what's an outrage. What up Wednesdays? We got hockey action, yo. Flyers, Phillies, Sixers, Eagles, Hall of Famers come and go. Let's rob and get the corkscrew. Tim, tell Tony that he's my favorite sports team. Bring the wood. Step to the plate. Just like the NBA, we going hard in the paint. Million dollar voice, you heard him on John Madden. He's bald like the Eagles. You're an honorary captain. Download the podcast. Follow on Twitter. On the sports Bounce with me. Bounce with me. But don't get too close. We are in our self-quarantine wine cellar in South Philadelphia, so you are now listening to the only safe broadcast known to mankind and womankind and any other kind. Except kind bars. We're out of those. I know. And we're not even allowed to eat them right now on our keto diet, are we? Uh, no. They're unkind, by the way. They're not kind bars. (laughs) They're 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 unkind when you can't eat them. Tony Bruno, Miss Robin here on a Friday. It is, we got the com, we, the conflagration. You know, in Pittsburgh, they have the Three Rivers. And that's why they had Three Rivers Stadium. These, the conflagration of Three Rivers coming into one. Uh-huh. The Susquehanna, the Monongahela, and what's the other one? You know what I mean. We have a confluence. I was thinking this morning, and usually I think after I get up and have a cup of coffee, this is the first weekend with virtually no sports since 9-11. And when I was on the air that morning with Andrew Andrew Siciliano, obviously the first reaction, as we're seeing now with these coronavirus situation, is, oh, my God, A, we're worrying about people, how many people died, what's going to happen, and was doing a sports show on that morning. And the morning's subsequent, the question was, hey, you know, there weren't any more attacks. The country obviously changed on that day in in, uh, September 11th, 2001. And so the whole world changed as we know it. Security changed. Oh, people being yeah. people afraid to fly, go around. Airlines were shut down. And the country was on pretty much watch. I don't know what's going to happen next. Should I go out? Should I get on a plane? Well, you couldn't get on a plane for a while. And then one of the other things was part of what we did when we when Andrew Siciliano and I trans- transitioned from all sports to to news to give people the facts of what was going on as we had them presented to us. So we, we made the transition. And now in this era, and again, I'm not comparing 9-11 to this. I'm just using analogies of the last time in my lifetime, and many of you listeners obviously over the age of 30 remember 9-11 mm-hmm. and we'll never forget it. I mean, every single year that passes, we remember that day and we see the visuals. So One of the things that people started talking about when that tragedy occurred 
is how when are we going to get back to normal? In this particular case with this virus, nobody knows when the world's going to get back to normal. I mean, everything is being shut down. People are voluntarily shutting down, not just the sports world, the entire world, schools, government buildings, you name it, museums, casinos. A lot of things have made their own determination on whether or not they should close. You know, I was watching somebody last night on Twitter was making the comments of, you know, well, why didn't the president just shut down the country? Because that's civics 101, people. And again, this isn't a defense of Trump. If you, ha- if you think that the president of the United States should tell everybody to just stop their businesses, shut down everything that's going on, then you have zero clue of how this country works. We have a government which starts at the federal level. They take our tax money. And then it goes down to the state level where 50 individual states make decisions based on what their leaders, their governors, their mayors, their politicians think. And then you got the city level where I just mentioned mayors. And what's happening in this country is the way the system is supposed to work. If you want a dictatorship, then one person determines what everybody does. So the same people who are complaining about dictatorships are now basically asking for a dictatorship, which is absolutely insane. So that's just my, it's not really a political comment. It's just a common sense comment. The world should all rely on what they think is best for them. If the entire country was infected, if we had zombies, if this was like the walking dead. The zombie apocalypse. The zombie apocalypse. It actually is because so many people are brain dead that we have to keep reminding them to wash their hands, which most of us should have been knowing about probably for every single second they've been alive. Yes, which I actually have a video that shows... The like it's a little, I think, five year old, five or six year old, mm-hmm. showing us how to properly wash well, our hands. If you don't know, again, those are cute videos, and we have another funny video, which I thought, and you found it last yes. night, which is hilarious. In fact, let's play that now before I get to all the other stuff because there's no sports, and when there's no sports, there's no gambling, and when there's no gambling, men and women around the world go bananas. They don't know what to do with themselves. You know, I'm checking all the things. I think it's easier right now to give a list of what's opened rather than right, what's, what's closed. closed. And certainly when you're talking about local businesses, supermarkets are open. Do they have all the stuff? I don't know. Robin and I immediately after today's show. We are going. We'll don <laughs> our this. full body suits. Actually, we have the condoms that were left over from the filming of the Naked Gun movie. Remember that scene? Oh, yeah, the full, full body full suit condoms. condoms. Yeah. It was, uh, what's her name? Uh, Presley. Uh, Priscilla. Priscilla Presley and the great Lieutenant Frank Drebin in a very, very emotional love scene. Yes. Where they wanted to have safe sex and they had complete body condoms. Yeah, full. I wonder if they have those at Condom Kingdom on South Street here in Philly. I wonder. They should. I mean, they should. They should. Have I mean, you talk about total coverage. But, but I also um, have a uh, an Italian clothing a accessory. That is going to take the world by storm now with coronavirus. He has figured out because you know you have to have safe spaces. So I'll show that in a minute. But first, this is something I found last night. I was scrolling through Twitter, and it's and freaking... people who think we just sit here, no. show up, go down the basement, <laughs> make that tremendous trek two oh, stories so down hard. into the wine cellar. We think we just drop in here. I've been in here since nine this morning, and I'm not complaining. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you that we are still taking our job seriously, and we're here to entertain to get yes. you away. 
from the noise. As I said yesterday, the best way to avoid coronavirus insanity is to shut off the news stations. Shut off the cable news. Keep that crap off. Because all you get there is people with agendas going crazy on both sides of the ridiculous aisle, thirsting for power, and so they're going to give you propaganda. I'm not saying some of them don't have legitimate people on, like doctors who we yes. should be listening to. But you know what? Not talking heads and pundits telling you what's wrong and what's right. We are offering our services for the masses. Exactly. This is, we will watch the news for you so that you don't have to get all upset. You don't have to get all stressed out by watching, you know, what is real, what isn't, what is hype. We will watch the news for you. We'll weed through all the BS. Exactly. And then you come on here. We'll give you what you need to know that's important. But we're not going to make any kind of medical declarations. on. And if we want to make a medical thing, we'll bring on a doctor. I'm not going to sit here, even though, as I said yesterday, Robin and I have played doctor many, many times, and nobody ever got hurt. In this case, people on TV pretending to be doctors and telling you what you should do are just morons. Let's be honest. Nobody. No church leader, no politician, no one. And listen, everybody's got an opinion. But I don't take my cues on what I should do from politicians, clergy, anybody else who has an opinion. By the way, we all do. Just like assholes. We all have one. I didn't have one for about three months. But I have one back and it's better than ever. But in the meantime... Let's go to two videos last night, because we want to have fun on this show today. Obviously, what's going on is serious. The good news is now, this is a fact, not an opinion, is that now Wilmington, Delaware, so we're seeing in this country, Colorado, because one of the biggest complaints, and it's a legit complaint, where are the test kits? Yeah. The United States really... Yeah. And so, who dropped the ball? A lot of people dropped the ball. One person doesn't have a garage, a storage unit, filled of test kits, and they're Decided that, not like They're Puerto Rico. It. They're not We're, hoarding Like them. we saw in Puerto Rico. All the water and stuff for year after the hurricane, uh-huh. it's sitting in a warehouse somewhere yeah. because government because, didn't do their job. Well, and they were hoarding, too. They, that, that, was, that was one thing on purpose. But That was corruption yeah. and incompetence because right. when you rely on the government to be your nanny, when you rely on the people who, who get your money to provide the services that government is supposed to provide, you're always going to have too many cooks and not a well, not too many chefs and not enough burner. <laughs> I don't know what I forget the line. You know what many, I mean? Too many cooks in the kitchen. Too many chiefs and not enough Indians. Oh, there. Oh, but that's my little shout out to Elizabeth Warren today. Too many chiefs, not enough Indians. And that's what we have here. So you got all these people who are in charge of this department and that department and this department basically covering their asses, which is the number one thing to do when you're in a position of authority, not just in government. You run a company, you run a radio station, you, you got to do something. What are you going to do? Cover your ass. C-Y-A. Yeah, C-Y-A. Those are the three letters. C-Y-A. Not C-Y-O. I think those are closed, too, this weekend. It's and not they like should be. <laughs> R-E-L-A-X. It's not that. It's C-Y-A. Exactly right. For all the commitment you make. So but anyway, I'm not doing a George Bush impersonation. What am I saying? I'm just telling people to just use your common sense. How hard is that? Put away all the other nonsense. Common sense is out the window. It is out the window. I believe they they have canceled their concert this weekend. Also, common sense That's a will not great be performing. For a group, it really, isn't I'm it? sure there is a band named that. So Robin and I have done a lot of things. We got a lot of good stuff today. John Avello from DraftKings. Yes, he's going to be on shortly, actually, in about 15 okay. minutes. Because or so. let's be honest, 
We are entering the biggest weekend for many, many people. And actually, we're entering a, a, a time period in sports now. Again, I'm not talking about the regular people who have to worry about their families and yeah. schools and all, all that stuff. We all have to worry about We're all human beings. We all have other things outside of sports. But since this is primarily a sports show, and I've been doing sports my whole life, after I transitioned from news, the transition is complete, though, I want you to know. There's no after effects. I didn't have to have any hormonal situations. My transition was clean, Robin. But it was a slow transition. It didn't go in, and that's the transition story. And I have transition lenses, too. So transitioning. Too. Yeah, exactly. hey. But anyway, I digress. Let's play a couple of happy videos here. Yes. And then we'll get to the rest of the story. John is going to join us. We'll have a Philadelphia uh, update. And these are the kinds of stories that affect all of us. Well, if, like, for example, we live in Philadelphia. Robin and I live here. A lot of our friends, uh, family are all here. And so while we are living in Philadelphia, this show goes out to the entire world on Twitch.tv, as many shows do in the digital world. I mean, you can get any show you want now. But since we're Philly, we don't do a completely Philly-centric show because we know people are listening all over, and people don't want to hear me talking about just the local teams. There's plenty of that around. If you want to hear a Sixers broadcast podcast or – Flyers and all that. You can get that. You can get anything well, you want now. Not anymore. Well, now, yeah, they still have to do. They have to, still have to, the but sports stations still have to do things. I bet you there's going to be podcasts everywhere. Sports podcasts are just going to stop. They, they're, they're not. Well, yes, because, well, if, unless, they're a comp, unless they're provided by the team. But individuals, right. you know, it's hard to provide content when there isn't any content. This is the time when you have to improvise and say you can talk about sports, but you can talk about other things. And I do this all the time. I don't just talk about other things when we're in a pandemic. I try to do a show, and I always have, and people who know have been listening, where, A, information is there, but since people can get information anywhere now and don't rely on talking heads on radio for the most part or TV to give you information, you get your information instantly right here. Even I know how to get information right here. And then you got all the noise in there too. Yes. The misinformation, the propaganda, the uh, the, the the people with agendas, mail. the people who are trying to sell you their opinions, get you to click on their websites. That's what this is all about. You put your left foot in, you put your left foot out, and then you shake it all about. You do the hokey pokey. And how does it finish then? And you turn okay. yourself around. No, you turn yourself around first, and then at the end you shake it all about. I feel like the turn Liberty Bibbidi guy. Around, you put your left foot in, you put Take your two. left foot out, Liberty you put Bibbidi. your left foot in, and you turn. Uh, How about if you know, I riff right all about, You do, you do the, the hokey pokey, and you turn yourself around. That's what it's all about. Boom. Boom. You know who does a version of that? It's George Bush, Frank Caliendo. Oh, yeah. So last night I'm on Twitter talking with a bunch of people about, you know, what we're doing as sports talk hosts and people who do sports-related shows. What do the networks do? I got to give it up. Now, companies like ESPN and Fox, national organizations that have so many great people, not just pundits, not just guys spouting crazy uh, opinions. A lot of people have now transitioned over to how, what do we do next? And again, I'm talking specifically sports. But everybody is wondering what to do next. Everybody's wondering when their kids are going to go back to school. Everybody's wondering when they'll be able to go to the supermarket and find things that they need to survive. We're going to take that truck. We're going to actually leave the house today and go out there and risk whatever it takes to get some toilet paper. Now, I did do a count this morning. We got at least six rolls left, not counting my Hillary Clinton roll. I'm going to save that in case of emergency. When she announces she's getting back in the presidential race, mm -hmm. 
I will then bring out the Hillary Clinton toilet paper. Well, you know what I said yesterday. I mean, first of all, let's put things in perspective. For hundreds of years, people went to the bathroom. Hundreds? How about millions of years? Thousands of years. People went to the bathroom without toilet paper. What do you mean? (gasps) For the last 10 years, people have been going to the bathroom on the streets of major cities in America without toilet toilet paper, running water, or their ability to wash their hands. But they they weren't following the cleanliness rules. I'm talking about by going to the bathroom without toilet paper, and they were still able to keep themselves clean for the most part. So, So we should be able to do this, even if for God's, you know, God forbid, there's no more toilet paper left in the entire world. Suddenly it's all gone, or you can't get a hold of it because somebody else is hoarding it in their basement. Then you can still go. There are ways to clean yourself. How many yourself. times have, you know, bear shit in the woods? Well, but the Pope shits <laughs> in the woods. When you go camping and you don't have a little porta potty, yes, you shit and pee in the woods, right? Yes. I watch that show now. We we're addicted to the show. The uh, naked and afraid. No, no, no. The one where the guy goes out into the middle of nowhere and he helps people fix their oh bear grills or what? No. Oh no, no, Homestead. Homestead, Homestead Rescue. Rescue. Yes, it's this family, the Rainies from Canada. Yeah. Great show. See, this is what I watch at night when there's no sports. They go out and they help these homesteaders. They used to do it in Alaska, but they pretty much have fixed every homestead in Alaska because there's so many Alaska shows now. So this family goes down. They were down in Virginia last week. And this one couple is now living off the grid. They were like in the real world. And then they decide, let me go build a cabin. I'll buy 20 acres in the middle of Virginia, the ones that Dave Matthews doesn't own. Yeah. And I'll go down and I'll build a house. We'll live off the grid. No electricity. Not even like, I'm not even talking about solar panels. I'm talking about flat out living off the land. So they had chickens. <clears throat> they had pigs. But they didn't know how to protect the pigs or the chicken, and they're getting slaughtered. And these people have to go down there and tell them how to cut down trees that are about to fall over their cabin and basically wreck it in the middle of nowhere. So those are the kinds of things I learned. Yeah, Survival a- skills. Now, I would never go on naked and afraid. Yeah, well, so just really quick on this one particular episode with the pigs, this couple from wherever um, didn't know how to make an outhouse and how important. So they, they just... They just went wherever. They're like their yeah, entire 10-acre exactly. property. Forget about an outhouse. All you got to do is dig a hole and put a bucket in yeah, it. They just went around and, you know. Like animals know. do. They just Whatever. pee and poop wherever they go. But anyway, let's get to the hand-washing wait, 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 thing. Wait, wait, wait. This is on the TP because I remember how yesterday I said um, that, you know, we're in trouble now because of so many people. They're relying on paper to be able to wipe themselves and that there's no Sears catalog or the, all the catalogs that people used to use in yes. times of need. And now, like the New well, York Times and the Washington Post, which we used to subscribe to that's too expensive that's I know. even more expensive than but toilet get this, paper get this so this is what happened in australia it's freaking brilliant um an australian newspaper they printed and i'm gonna show this to you i'm gonna run it while we're so this is an australian newspaper and they said this is the limited edition newspaper if you are out of toilet paper and at the back of their newspaper what did they do what did they do do we have tape? They printed, yeah, pretty, they printed blank pages. They printed like 10, 15 pages of blank. But did so it at they, least have the newspaper's uh, banner on it? No, no. They just had little squares so that you could tear it up. <laughs> it's, that's did they sell them market. as newspapers? Yes, they said Well, it's actually, a that's lim- probably more valuable I than know. reading many newspapers it's today. It's a brilliant marketing play. I mean, obviously, it was tongue-in-cheek, but they were trying to say that, that you know, 
people are overreacting, but they actually printed their newspaper with an insert of blank pages in little squares that looked like toilet paper so that people could use it just in case they ran out. Awesome. And people are improvising. Now, obviously, people are worried about pandemics, and it is now officially a pandemic. But as I said three weeks ago, we were actually at the Super Bowl we started talking about this. That's early February. Remember, it was the end of January. We were in Miami. And that's when people started finding out about this. Well, what hit then was that the doctor who had originally uh, made it public against Chinese wishes, the Chinese government actually arrested him at first when he made this public and told people. But we had Andrew Zimmer and the chef on. All these people are in Miami. He had died. That's why it made news. Right. That was a big story. And then we asked Andrew Zimmer and. You know, because he's traveled around the world and everybody was talking yeah. about the Wuhan open market there where people buy all kinds right. of different things that to them is food. You know, and then people were wondering whether it was bats and bat right. soup. And then people were also saying back then, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be racist if we call it the Chinese flu and all the other stuff. And you can make your own. The same people who were calling it the Chinese coronavirus back in February are now all of a sudden saying you can't call it that because it's racist. So I'll let those people deal with that. It's the coronavirus which started presumably and most importantly with the most evidence, it doesn't matter where it started, okay? So if you want to take that and go to that level of trying to figure out whether it's racist to call it a Chinese virus, go right ahead. Knock yourself out. Unless you're a conspiracy theorist and you think that it started at the Wuhan um, viral... Open market. No, 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 no. no. Oh, the the, the lab where they... The lab where they actually create these viruses and study these viruses. Yeah kind of a coincidence. There's so we whatever. try to go after facts. We use snark, sarcasm. But when it comes to real facts, that's what I like to stick to. And that's what I learned. The five W's. Get the facts and then draw an opinion based on the real facts. Not on what somebody tells you is facts or not what you think you can make up yourself for your own whatever agenda you have to facts. Facts are facts. Rap is rap. Hip hop is hip hop. Facts are facts. They always have been, and they always will be. So now let's get it back to the... Yes, let's get it back to... Cleanliness is next to godliness, as you know. And now as an ordained minister, everything is godliness to me. You did see... Yes. You have your first official... Now, actually, this is the second official request. The first one we had from a friend, but there's no wedding in the works. This second one is an official request. There is a wedding already planned for later this year... So um, you are probably going to be an efficient. It depends now, Don't. weather permitting and virus permitting. Welcome, welcome, Cujo knows. We'll uh, we'll get we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. And it will be a covered bridge, and that's what a lot of people like to do: gazebos, I'm, weddings. I'm still so curious what you're going to wear. Are you going to go? Because you have so many options. I know. Let's get let's get back to the business here. Did you know that on the website, sorry, at the Church of, uh, what is it? Universal Life Church. Universal Life Church. Not the Universal Soul Circus, which is terrific here in Philly. They actually sell on there the official Universal Life Church um, uh, minister uh, stole. It's not a stole. What do you call those things? The, the uh, schmocks? Goes, no, not no. schmocks. The and, schmucks. And you can also get the, the little, collar. The yeah. collar. I'm going to have to have a collar. Yeah, you're going to have to get one of those. I want, no, there's a store on Broad Street here, and I yeah, always admire do. it. It sells religious like yeah. priest garments. Yeah. 
And, you know, some of those things are awesome, man. I know. Like the bishop ones. They don't just wear no, the regular white. You can't it, do no, that. I, no, you can be any kind of ordained minister. They're not Catholic priests. You don't... Do you have to flash your little clergy card to be Absolutely. able to shop in there? I'm going to pin it on me. Hi, my <laughs> name is Padre Tony. I'm here at your service. <laughs> my name is. <laughs> and you know I want that why, why I want that why my name is here? So I never forget who yes. I am and where I came from. Tone says, Robin has to change the header to, instead of saying Bruno rant in progress, I should say Bruno sermon in progress. Because you notice, I'm not angry or going crazy today. Not today. Yesterday. No. Well, because a lot of people are going crazy. People were giving you a hard time, Tony. Yeah, but I, I, ha I have fun. No matter what happens, the bottom line is my goal every single day is to first wake up, be alive, and be thankful for having Life. Secondly, being healthy at this moment. Yes. And third, laughing as much as I can. Nobody that you'll ever meet or ever know laughs more in any day of their lives than this reporter. <laughs> Doug McGregor. Oh, my God, we have to do this. Tony needs a T-shirt saying, I'm your padre. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your padre? Who's your padre? That's great, oh, right? That's Is that a who's so, your daddy? Yeah, who's your padre? And then and Beautiful. then have like a Tony Bruno. Oh, I have to write that down. <laughs> we did the whole religious thing the other day. Let's get it away. Let's get it back to sinners and sports. So let's, Robin, can we show the videos of the hand washing? Yes. I'm going to okay. do some hand wringing here so in a second is, if we don't this play is somebody, these. This is somebody who doesn't take themselves very seriously, and it's brilliant. It is awesome. And Gloria Gaynor. You go, girl. This is the most. I'm gonna sing this every time I wash my hands now. How brilliant is that? That's called. Taking a situation, which is obviously serious, yes, but then realizing that you wrote it. And I said to you yesterday, two days ago, I said, we have to try to remain calm and have fun. Yes, the medical people and the people who are in charge of all this stuff, let them handle this, okay? There's nothing you or I or anybody else can do. I can't go in the other room and start making test kits, all right? I'm not a doctor. So we got to rely on our stinking government to do what's right and get the kits out so people can be tested if they feel sick. And oh, by the way, let me repeat, not every single person in this country, 327 million of them, will need to be tested. That's, that's first and foremost, there's no way that is going, if that's going to happen, then we may just order an asteroid to come down now and get it over with. So there are a lot of songs that come to my mind because as you know, everything we talk about I, I immediately and all of our listeners on Twitch have a song reference. I've been doing this forever when I'm on the air, right? You know this as long as you know me. Yes. And what do we do? So Gloria Gaynor, I will survive because people are worrying about, you know, having the disease. It's not a disease, by the way, first of all. Stop calling it a disease. It's a virus. A disease is a condition that, or whether it, disease is cancer. A disease is alcoholism becomes a disease. Right. Because it affects your kidney, your liver, everything else. This is a virus. Similar to the flu. I know you're not supposed to touch your face, Tony, but I, how, it's impossible. It is impossible not to touch your face. You can touch your face if your hands are clean. 
the other thing about touching yourself. Now, yeah, we played the Divinals the other day. We're yes. way ahead of you folks. Where's the little kid? I want to see that video, too. Okay. So this is freaking adorable. Uh, this is Why a, does it have to be freaking adorable? It, because it is. <laughs> so it's a, he's six years old. He is demonstrating some of the advanced hand-washing techniques that a doctor taught him. And I'm going to play this for you now. Is there a stopwatch so we know it's at least is, 15 seconds? This is something that everybody needs to know, folks. Not that one. You know, a lot of people Not are probably Gloria. wondering. Gloria. A lot of people are probably wondering. Gee, I didn't even know Gloria Gaynor was still, still around, alive. right? Allow alive. And that, that's tremendous because she's one of the old. You talk about great disco queens of all time. And she looks fantastic. She does. She looks amazing. So anyway, little six-year-old. Whoops. Um, you got hair in your mouth, Robin? Yes. It was. I, I just. I get it, too, but I went to the dentist last week and got that taken care of. It's dri driving me nuts. Okay, so little, little boy, I'm going to play this for you. Everybody, pay attention. If a six-year-old knows how to wash their hands properly and a doctor taught it to him, we can all do this, too. Hi, I'm Otto Lowen, and, and I am six years old. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are you showing us today? How to wash the hands. Awesome. And what are we protecting ourselves from? Corona. Corona. My and where did you learn how to wash your hands this well? From the doctor. Awesome. Okay, let's see it. Are you paying attention, Tony? I can't see the video, but I, I can visualize. Maybe we can check this out. Okay, show us how it goes. You have to say it out loud. First we... First we do this. And what's that called? Pray. Pray. And then what do we do? This. Pet the dog. This is pet the dog. Mm -hmm. Wag the dog, too, I think. This is, this is butterfly. Butterfly, uh-huh. This is milk the cow. Okay. This is torch steeple. Mm-hmm. Torch steeple, uh-huh. This is rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors? And you can do rock, paper, scissors with someone if you're doing it with somebody. Ready? Row, oh, sham, bow. bow. Oh, you beat me. Okay, keep going. What else? Now do this, and then I'll go out and do that. Spiders. How do spiders go? Like this. And spiders gets all the yucks out from your, under your nails, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then we do pray again. Pray and then pet, pet the dog. dog again. And we want to try to go all the way up to there, right? Because germs can be there too. And then... How perfect is that? Is John on the line? I want to yes, know. he okay. is. Forget about watching that video and saying that kid. That kid should be in charge of the CDC today. Seriously. Put him in charge <laughs> of the Centers for Disease Control, and maybe the entire country can start getting kits and tested, and we can get through this stuff. Meanwhile, we got a lot to talk about today. And we have one of the things we talk about, a lot of sports. And the other thing that's blowing up in the last couple of years is legalized sports betting. And so if you're a sports better, look at, look at this. This weekend, March Madness, right? We had the conference tournaments all canceled. We know everything's canceled. You know what else is not completely canceled but pretty much has been shut down? Michigan just got legalized gambling in two casinos in Detroit. Indiana now has online betting as well. And online betting is where a lot of people go to get their action in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, blowing up. So when I think of gambling, I think of one man and one man alone. The great John Avello in Las Vegas 
We'll get the update on how it looks in Vegas today because that's where he lives. But first of all, Johnny, thanks for coming on, man. Good to talk to you. Hello, Tony. Yeah, I'm doing well. Thank you. Now, the biggest question, of course, and we'll get to Vegas in a second. You run the, uh, the sports book at DraftKings, one of the biggest companies on earth. And so, obviously, there's no NBA. There's no college basketball. There's no hockey. There's no MLS. There's no golf now because they shut that down, the TPC. They're already playing. Uh, so what do you do and DraftKings do now when people are jonesing for some action? Uh, you'd be surprised, Tony, the list uh, that I had that we're offering. You ready for some of this? Absolutely. I, I'm jonesing right here. I, I need to get on my phone and start betting now. I know there's a couple of international things, and we have some of the examples on video we're going to show our audience. But tell us what you have up on DraftKings now that you can bet on if you need, really, really need, okay. with no sports. Here we go. So, uh UFC tomorrow, there's a fight in Brazil, a bunch of fights. We'll be booking those. There's Bellator tonight in Connecticut. We'll be booking those. If you're a soccer guy, today, tomorrow, and Sunday, you can bet uh, Mexico La Liga. Uh, You can bet Russian Premier League or Turkey Super League. Um, For NASCAR, we'll have the Xfinity tomorrow, we'll have uh, the NASCAR race on Sunday, we'll have the Grand Prix on Sunday, and then we also have the, the Tailgate 200, uh, the trucks, that's tomorrow. Uh-huh. If you're a rugby guy, which I think you are. Absolutely. I'm uh, a rugby sevens guy every single year. I go right down there and I get myself, Robin and I get into a scrum just to get worked up to go to watch the rugby sevens. Is big. Uh, Australia, yep. Australian uh, Football League is also next week. And then next Tuesday and Wednesday, the Continental Hockey League. And I know one of these teams is your favorite. You know, Belarus, China, Finland, uh, Kazakhstan, and Russia. I know one of those. You know, as a favorite. Russian so, bot, you know, John, as you know, as a Russian <laughs> bot who helped influence the 2016 election and actually placed a couple of Facebook ads during the 2016 election, to uh, to allow Hillary Clinton to lose and Donald Trump to win, it that that's really a, that has a soft pace in my heart. By the way, we have breaking news. People are saying NASCAR now as, is not going to run their races this weekend because they couldn't find self-driving cars to, for the safety of the actual drivers and the other people in the pit in the pit crews. Yeah, I don't think self-driving cars are quite uh, approved yet. They're not. Uh, they're out there. You can use them. Tesla even has, uh, you know, some driving. But I think there's been a few accidents along the way. So uh, you're telling me NASCAR is now done, huh? Apparently, now again, I'm relying on people on the Twitch stream. I've got to go to my – I try to look at legitimate news. Not that I'm knocking. A lot of the people who are watching us certainly are getting information. They're not passing along fake news. If they want to get fake news, they could just go turn on all the cable channels. We're try- we try to stick to actual facts here. And – let me check with ESPN, because I knew NASCAR was holding out. The Masters, as you know, they even canceled the Masters now. The Masters is canceled. Exactly. Yep. So well, all the golf events. Gonna, yep. NASCAR was going to try to run their events with no crowd. That's, right. what, they were all, that's what they were trying to do. So, so now, okay, you, mentioned, so. You, you mentioned darts, John. And you, as you know, I'm a guy who likes to look outside the box. 
And when Robin and I were traveling a few years ago, we were down in Roatan in Honduras, and we went to a sports bar. And as you know, when you travel outside the country, what they have on their sports bars is a, little, a lot different than here. They had cricket. Then I was watching the, internet, the EPL of Dart. They have an English premier Dart League. And I'm sure you've had action on this. There's a lot of Dutch guys, which is why Robin was really interested, who played darts. And the dart tournaments, you want to talk about action. Those people go crazy. I know. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind even playing a dart game with you as long as it wasn't a Friday night after 6. But any time before, that would be fun. Why? Because we'd be drinking uh, red wine and playing darts? Exactly. Dangerous. Very dangerous. They're sharp objects. uh, (laughs) Sharp objects and a lot of alcohol. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I could play cork. (laughs) I remember growing up when my father-in-law... Was a, was, was a great Polish man who worked at the Bud Company. Good, middle-class, hard-working man. Taught me how to play darts in his basement in Mayfair in, north, in northeast Philadelphia. I, I am great at darts. I could almost be professional if I really wanted to focus on playing full-time darts, John. Bullseye. Now, what about Yahtzee? Now, what about, now there, you know, this cornhole, you still got axe throwing those haven't canceled. Oh, they have the axe throwing right leagues. There. Have they shut it down yet? Axe throwing and cornhole and all those other sports. Uh, axe throwing, we're not doing. We learned our lesson from uh, Ed Ames on the Johnny Carson show. <laughs> <laughs> You're dating yourself, John. But those clips are still available for all of you who don't remember Johnny Carson with Ed Ames doing the axe throwing and the almost split groin shot. There, that was. You want to talk about close to the family jewels? You can't get any closer than that. Well, you could, but it would be painful. <laughs> it was a funny time. But anyway, we are not doing axe throwing, right? Right now, we are not. Now, Robin's a big Aussie uh, rules football fan. Because, you know, a lot, these sports don't run all year long. Soccer does, obviously, when it's all over the world. You're talking about different countries and different times. Uh, you mentioned in Turkey and Russia and all these other countries. There's all, all kinds of sports going on. But obviously, the take is not going to be as big. I was looking at the number, John. Nevada Sportsbooks, in March alone, $498.7 million on wages on college basketball and the NBA combined. Um, you're, you are entirely correct. That and now you, you as an, an, an estimated 70% of that handle, $349 million, was wagered on last year's NCAA tournament. So, obviously, the NCAA tournament being canceled, that's one of the biggest, not just sports weekends. You know, Super Bowl weekend's big. They are talking about Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then go to the next week, and then all the other action. So, you're talking about people wagering. And I'm not, I want people to know, I'm not saying that people can't live without betting, but I'm talking about the number of people with pools. Now, pools, will, well, you, no, there's nothing because there's no games. We're talking about one of the biggest weekends, one of the biggest stretches of sports of the entire year being shut down. You're right. And I wasn't trying to sugarcoat it that anything was going to take the place of that. I was just telling you that for someone who's sitting around thinking about coronavirus, looking on their phone every 10 seconds to see what's going on and how many cases they have in their state, we have some content for people who want to get their minds off it or you know, who or who enjoy these kind of things, or who may want to take on something new, may want to try uh, getting involved in something new, you know, like a rugby or a cricket or darts. 
Talking to the great John Avello, DraftKings in Vegas. So now let me ask you about Vegas because the next big event coming up, they haven't announced anything about the NFL and the draft in Las Vegas on the Strip, the Villaggio Fountains. So what's going on there? Now you know you live there. What's, what does it look like as far as people going into casinos, walking down the Strip, going into the books and betting? Has it dropped exponentially or is it still almost normal there? Give us, a, give us an update, John. I can't speak for the guys on how their business is, um, but I can tell you that uh, people in Las Vegas are like everywhere else. They're, yeah, you have to go to places, you have to go to grocery stores, you have to go, uh, you know, to different locations, drug stores or wherever to, to get supplies, you know, for your home and to survive. But um, yes, the casinos are, you know, they, there was a show in this weekend. There was a contractor show in, and so therefore uh, that kept the, the, uh, the casinos a little lively. But after that, if that ends today, I think, uh, yeah, the, the casinos are going to just be very quiet for a while. Um, and I'm sorry to hear that, and, uh, you know, because March, the March tournament was one of the biggest events we've ever thrown. And I know you came out for a couple of those. Absolutely. Fact, we, did, we did the show out of the win um, one time during the tournament, and, you know that it's just wall-to-wall oh. people for uh, extended hours at a time. I used to come in at 6 in the morning and then leave 10, 30, 11 at night for those first four days. And when I came in the second day, like Thursday, I'd come in and people will already be taking up their spots. Then I'd come in the next day, Friday, and the same people would be still sitting there in the same spot yeah. at yeah, 6 crazy. o'clock in the morning. Nobody left. I mean, they were just, uh, it was nuts. And unfortunately, that is not going to be the case this year. And, you know, we're talk, talking about one of the regulars in Las Vegas during Super Bowl week is Charles Barkley. He's always there. He doesn't go to the Super Bowl city. He always goes to Vegas, yep. and he's always at the win. And I remember seeing him there a couple times, and we go way, way back. So the best part was Robin and I were there for one of the NCAA tournaments, and you always put us in that VIP area. And James Carville was in there yeah. rooting for his LSU Tigers, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, I, I, uh, I got a text from Charles this morning saying, because I texted him, I said, uh, prayers that everything turns out negative when he's, he's waiting for his test results. And he replied, everything good for now. So, But that's not what else he said, Robin. What, read the exact tweet. Uh, or no, actually, the uh, text message from Charles said, Barkley. Everything good. I feel good so far. Thanks, doll. Miss y'all. <laughs> doll? <laughs> doll? How dare he How call dare you he? doll? <laughs> So Charles had a, Charles announced on TNT that he was in New York, and pretty much and we were in New York for a week, and I haven't been feeling great, but I don't think I have coronavirus. But Charles came back from a trip to New York and wasn't feeling well, so he decided to self-quarantine. I don't think he's self-quarantining in the Wig, Wig, uh, Win Sportsbook, though. I think he's home doing the right thing, and he, has a, he had a test, and he's waiting for the results, which is a smart thing to do. Uh, very much so, and I'm sorry to hear that, uh, not only for him, but anybody out there. Yeah. Because, you know, the virus, a lot of people have been able to weather the storm with the virus. And uh, what we know, which isn't too much, we're still learning about it, is that, you know, if you're a certain age, you're over 60, uh, and you've got some other issues, you, uh, you know, could be compromised. So uh, I, you know, everybody's trying, I'm over 60, Tone, I'm 67, and 
I'm trying to... You and I are the I, exact I, same age, John, except you look a lot better, <laughs> and I keep getting older. Well, here's one thing. If, if, if there's any motivation <laughs> to quit smoking, they are finding that people that have kind of lung issues, which smokers would be part of, now quit. It, there, there's still time. You know, s- help Robin, yourself. Robin, if you've been smoking your entire life for like 30 years, yes. you think if you stop smoking tomorrow, you would be less susceptible yes. to, to the coronavirus? Every little bit helps See, that's once point. again, that's just mindless speculation. Hey, Tony, I want people to stop smoking Tony, too. But don't give them a load of bullshit telling them that if they stop smoking today, they're not going to get the coronavirus. Tony, shush. We're trying to get people to stop smoking. I know that, but you don't do it by giving them... You should get a, you go, on, go on one of the news channels and, and peddle that kind of bullshit Tony, information. hope is hope, and I'm giving people hope. <laughs> Damn it. One other thing, John, before I, uh, Robin and I resume arguing, as we do every day. <laughs> uh, uh, now, what about all the future bets? For example, NBA, regular season, totals, uh, hockey, Stanley Cup odds. Now, we don't know, for instance, whether or not the NHL and the NBA will come back. They canceled their regular seasons. But who knows what happens in another month? Uh, we, we saw Masters. The Masters postponed it. That doesn't mean they've canceled it. They're now thinking about moving it outside of the April time slot where it always is and maybe do it. And the last time the Masters actually had to be moved from the normal April weekend at Augusta was right before World War II. And so now only twice has the Masters been played in March, the inaugural one back in 1938 and again in 1939. It was not played from 43 to 45 because of the war. And so the question now is, when do they play the Masters? They want to play it, John, and they have to figure out when they will play the event. It's not canceled because they're one of the, you know, one of the major, major events in sports that they don't want to just say, hey, because they could play it. It's, 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 it's the Masters weekend's not going to be the same. Do you agree with that, John? Because a lot of people want to figure out, you know, we still have to go on with life as we uh, deal with this situation. Yeah, so uh, to go back to your first question is what are we going to do with all these outstanding bets? Yes. So let's start with the NBA. The NBA has suspended the regular season. That doesn't mean canceled it yet. So, therefore, we will do nothing with those bets until we do get to the regular end of the regular season. When we get to the end of the regular season – uh, when the NBA declares winners of divisions, uh, at that point we will post those uh, those results for the over unders. Um, you know we have rules that they you have to play so many games or bets go regardless of how many games you go, depending on what rules are out there. You abide by them and then you post uh, those. The NCAA tournament, um, we know it's been canceled, so that's going to be a total refund. Right. Uh, we just refund everybody's money. It doesn't matter if you bet a team that won one game for the whole year. Uh, everyone will get their money back. And the same for all those conference tournaments and um, all futures that were uh, dependent on the final outcome of that. So that's how we handle it, Tone. We, we go by the rules that we – that's why we have rules, and we follow the rules that we have up on the boards or on our uh, mobile app. Uh, as far as the Masters is concerned, um, love to see that continue. Uh, you know, and uh, I, I, other things may continue. You can push them forward. The, I think the NCAA would have liked to push this forward, but unfortunately these are kids that are in school and right. seniors and guys moving on to the NBA and, other plans coming uh, down the road, so uh, not an event I, they felt they could do that with. But other events can be pushed forward, and uh, 
they probably will be pushed forward, and then we'll just book those as normal when that, you know, when that event time comes up. All right, now let me get back to the NBA and the NHL in particular, because they have you mentioned regular season win totals. Those are not going to be possible because they're missing a bunch of games. So if somebody was, you know, nobody's over. A couple of teams are over fifty wins, but for the most part, there's no way. Are there teams? Like certainly the bad teams will be under. But can you pay off an under on bad teams that you knew everybody was going to bet under the, the win total for the season? Well, if your rules state that here's the way you would handle if your rule if you don't have a certain amount of games that they need to play. The teams that went over, you pay. And the teams that went under, they lose. And then anything that's close, you know, like within a game or so, then you have to make a decision what you want to do for your customers at that point. You know, you had four games to go and you had – and the team only needed one more win. Uh, you know, maybe you refund all those bets. So, uh, you know, different places have different rules, and like I said, you got to abide by what those rules say. And the other last thing, and that of course is, I'm sure, despite the shortened season. Now, remember, the season hasn't been. It's not like some sports leagues where they played split seasons, you know, and they canceled seasons early in the season, or they didn't play, or they were suspended. Whatever the case may be. There are, you know, people bet on MVPs in the NBA, the NHL, and all that other stuff. They, if they, if they, even though they cancel the season, they could still possibly announce like the NBA MVP, the NHL MVP. Was there a lot of action placed on those kinds of uh, props? There was. Um, you know, Giannis was the favorite. He was played, but LeBron really was bet heavily over the last couple of weeks. You know, LeBron had a nice run and. The team won three in a row, and he's throwing in 30 a game and eight assists and eight rebounds. So, um, you know, he, he had a legitimate shot to be the second choice, uh, you know, have a chance to win it. He was the second choice. At one time, he was 10, 12 to one. He got some value there. Giannis was always around two and a half, three to one to win it from the beginning of the season. So, um, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of value on him. So, uh, yeah, those are. They're going to be announced, I believe, as long as the uh, NBA does continue their season. Um, if they don't continue their season, I don't know what the call is going to be. But when they announce that, if they announce that, we will pay on uh, all the bets we've taken in. Now, one of the things I read, John, if the NBA does come back and play, they could play out the remainder of the regular season and then play the playoffs all the way through the summer. But I don't know how they'd start a new year when guys would only have – you know, they may have a, a, a month off, but then they're going to play right on through, finish the regular season, which means all of those other props would still be in play, and then play the playoffs through the summer months. That's one of the possibilities they're talking about. You know, we'd be okay with that as bookmakers, but the one thing that first comes to mind with these guys is that they they talk load management. Where yes. They don't want to play a lot of games, and so I'm sure they, they want to get the season over. At the in June, in the first two weeks of June, they want to end the season so they can get on with their their uh, you know vacations and time off and you know kind of just re- replenish. Um, so you know I don't know if that's going to be a call that the NBA is going to make, but if they do make that, guess what? We'll be booking them. Tom. We got we will be booking them. We, and the one thing about booking electronically on your digital device. You are not spreading any viruses to any other person because there's no actual physical hand contact between the app, the DraftKings app, or the person on the other end who is taking and dealing with the action and paying out the act. It is probably the safest transaction 
that we could make now in this entire world. Totally agree. So, if you want a bit soccer, if you want a bit soccer, cricket, uh, you know, uh, rugby, we have it for you. Beautiful. John Avello, ladies and gentlemen, answering all the questions and questioning all the answers in live in Las Vegas. You know, the good thing about the contractor show, though, if anybody needs, like, emergency little places where they can self-quarantine, they can get a couple pieces of plywood and build it up, put it right on the strip, and let people self, you know, people can go in there and self-quarantine right on the strip while the card flippers are still out there, the card slappers. Are they still out there, John? I want to make sure they make their necessary money, too, during this crisis. Yeah, they're out there. I don't want to talk about those folks, though, because that, that's, that's a sore subject with me. It really is. I, I don't like people being bothered when they're walking on the strip enjoying themselves. I don't like guys with those cards. So, well, we all agree on that me. point. I, the thing is I don't understand is they are so annoying. They, they throw all the cards. Everybody takes one. They of don't throws. throw them away. People, no, people get them handed to them, and then they I throw them right on the street. I really don't understand how it is, it's good for business. Because well, it's good for a certain business. It's no, not good. no, like, like I don't, I don't get how anybody would. It makes sense. I just want you to know, John, because you know Robin and I well. We appreciate uh, you know all the good things in the world. I just want you to know that whenever Robin and I walk through the gauntlet of card flippers on the Las Vegas Strip, I do not. Robin takes one. I take one to try to help these people, and then we do not throw them away. We go back to our hotel room, and then we look through the options available before we decide to throw them in the trash can. <laughs> and so they'd be safely removed and, and stop the litter yes, in our country. Yes, stop the littering. How many options could there be? Well, you know, you got girls direct to You'd your room. You'd be surprised, John. You know, you got all, you, you got to have choices, John. I don't want somebody just giving me, you know, if somebody gives you a menu, like on your house, people put things on your door about here's a new pizza place opening up because they want you to try it. But when you have an option in Las Vegas with all of the illegal options available when it comes to the, that type of activity, except out in the desert, you want to have options. You don't want to just have one place tell you this is the place you've got to call for girls direct to you. You've got to yes. have options, John. That's the kind of guy you are, Tone. The, guy has, the guy's got the cars, and you take one to let him know that you're supporting him. Exactly. And then, and then you go back to your room, not necessarily pull the trigger, but load the gun. Exactly. And keep the cannoli, by the way, as long as nobody else has touched it. The great John Avello out there in Las Vegas running the sports book at DraftKings. John, always great to talk to you. Stay safe out there, brother. Thank you, Tony. See you, Robin. Let's give Bye, John Avello a roaring. I mean, if I was able to stand up 52 times and gather more than 500 people down here, and go against Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney's edict of no, congr- no congregations bigger than 500, I would bring them down here and stand up as one for John Avello. Absolutely. <laughs> you see a lot of the buffets are being shut down, too. Well, that makes total sense. I mean, Absolutely. There, there, were, there were issues prior, too, with buffets if they weren't uh, properly kept clean. I'm going to miss, I miss the choices of the, the Jellos, the Red Jello. The green jello. I mean, we have to admit, though, Vegas casino buffets are the best in the world. Absolutely. <laughs> They're just phenomenal. Especially when you're, if you go back to the movie Vegas Vacation and you've tapped out, you got nothing left, and then you go in there and find like an off strip $5.99 buffet oh. at two in the morning. It's fantastic. And then you go into the Kino Lounge and you're just destitute 
and then somebody who's old next to you is playing Keno and he dies and he's never won and you pick up his ticket and you win. That's the happy ending that I'm looking for. Yes, Robin. we are all hoping for that happy ending. <laughs> so now the Bellator MMA and then what John was talking about as of as of this moment in Las Vegas. So when he talked about this, the MMA and the Bellator and yes. and a lot of the wrestling and boxing matches. I can't imagine. Now, they could have those, again, in an empty arena. In fact, I thought I read that the WWE SmackDown was going to go on Friday night, which it is on Fox, but they were going to do it in Orlando in the WWE training facility right. and televise it there. But the one thing about wrestling versus a lot of other sports, the crowd reaction yeah, the crowd is re- a major part exactly. of it. Exactly. I mean, I'm thinking of all the sports where the crowd reaction is maybe not 50%, but but maybe 50% of the ambiance, you know? They, no, it's the same really, for all sports. Yeah. I'm not just saying wrestling, but wrestling especially. Yeah. When you have a ring and the acoustics are right there, yeah. you can hear the guys. Now you're going to just hear guys slapping and making noises when they're pretending to hit the but guy. It's, and it's not just that, is that the wrestlers react to the crowd. Exactly. And there's all this, you know, machismo. Yeah, what happens when, you know, when, when one of the winners goes up and stands on the top rope looking for the crowd to go crazy. <laughs> know, and there's like, no crowd there's to go crazy. There. Well, it's the same thing with um, I, I watched a clip of one of the late night shows because they're going Wait, away. Still late night shows on. Yes, they're that, still do, late. Do, do they do comedy tonight? Is I think it's tonight is the last night that they're playing to a cloud, or maybe they maybe it was even last night that they they stopped uh, performing in front of a, a crowd. Yeah, because a lot of those. By the way, all those audiences for all the TV shows you watch, they don't pay to get in. No. It's all free tickets. Right. You stand in line, you get in. And it was weird because you could tell that the hosts, uh, they were off. Like, it's it's different playing in yeah, front of Yeah, well, you don't have all those trained yeah. seals in there who are going to laugh and cheer at everything you say. Well, they still have laugh tracks, no matter what. Yeah. There's still a lot of la- – so the laugh tracks are still going to be there, but there is there is definitely this sort of – and, and uh, having been on stage before, when you're doing rehearsals – and dress rehearsals, you're doing everything exactly the same way that you would in front of a crowd. But as soon as the audience comes in, it there's a whole different feel to it. So this is going to be really interesting to see how these guys do. Well, I'll be a- interested because if they go along with this now, remember, if they're doing it inside their training facility in Orlando, and they and because they have a contract with Fox, and obviously if they put that on Fox tonight in that controlled situation. People will watch. People watch it anyway. Yeah. There's a lot of fans. Listen, you don't have to be a wrestling be a wrestling fan, but if you are a wrestling fan, or even if you're a sports fan, and there's nothing on, Fox is going to get big numbers. Now the question is, will it get trashed because they can't pull it off the way they normally could in a big arena yeah. with thousands of people holding up signs and you know going crazy? I just don't. I just can't imagine it being the same. I have a theory. I have a theory that any event where the audience is a big part of the performers, whether it's sports or entertainment. If the audience is a big part of their performance, if they react to mm-hmm. them, if they get their stand up comics from it, stand up comics, a lot those, of them are canceling. Yeah, those are going to suffer. Sports and anything else where the audience makes they they don't even know that they're there, like NASCAR. NASCAR doesn't matter. Um, uh, football, NFL probably doesn't because they're really concentrating on the game. They have helmets on. They probably don't really totally react to what's going on. Um, I 
I don't think it's going to be the same for NBA. Maybe. I don't know. But I think that there's a lot of times where the audience truly doesn't matter to whatever's going on. No, exactly. For example, before the Broadway shows all shut down yesterday, they had signs outside of all the theaters. Because, you know, a lot of times mm-hmm. the theaters end and then the performers come out back. And do a And then they talk, do autograph. They, they talk right. to people on the streets. They autograph. Meet and, and they said, because of, uh, because of what's going on, there will be no uh, autographs, no, no, no selfies taken, and no autograph signings or pictures or selfies taken mm-hmm. for, the, you know, for the safety of right. the performers and the people outside. So they did that, and then they eventually just shut it down because they're worried about lawsuits. Let's be honest. If, some, if major sports league had a game that going on and the fans are all in there and a whole bunch of people got sick, what and would right, happen? Right, and they were able to tie it to that event. Um, well, I, well, I have breaking news, I, which is a positive story, right? Yeah, no, I have breaking news, too. Maybe it's the same one. The, the, the uh, hockey story? Oh, no, go ahead. I'm different. The owner of the Los Angeles Disneyland-adjacent Anaheim Mighty Ducks, Henry and Susan Samueli, who also own and manage the Honda Center, the building where they play in Anaheim, uh-huh. will continue paying full-time and part-time employees who were scheduled to work at the arena through March thirty first. Awesome. So we got to give them a roaring because no, these are the people that we don't talk about. Yeah. The people who whose lives depend on sports and arenas right. and serving people and doing their jobs. Right. Their jobs have all stopped too. The athletes are going to get paid. Oh yeah, they're they have contracts. They're going to get the best medical no care. They're going to you know they're going to be quarantined. They're going to get testing before anybody else does. But the worker bees. Exactly. The worker bees are the ones that uh, stand to suffer the most during this crisis. And it's wonderful to hear when, like Starbucks. Starbucks came out and said that they're, they're going to keep paying everybody that was supposed to be, uh, that was working. Um, um, my son, who works at Healing Comedy Club, they're paying everybody through. The only, so, uh, the only uh, there's only a few places that would probably be okay without any fans watching them. The Houston Astros, who are not going to have any fans looking. Anyway. No, they're not. They're the champions. The, the cheating scandal. People are waiting to go out, and they've been doing it in spring training before it was shut down, yeah. booing the Astros because mm-hmm. of the cheating scandal. They're, they, these are they're the happiest gonna, people. They're gonna, yeah, they're going to have a big sigh of relief. They're like, oh, thank God we don't have to deal with booing. Yeah, until the season comes yeah. back. So you've got the Astros who are happy. You've got Brett Brown here in Philadelphia, happy that he doesn't have to go on the road and lose more games. So if the season is over and they don't resume, Brett Brown has now survived to possibly live another season as the head coach despite his team sucking on the road beyond human comprehension. But back to the other sports that you may have to watch. If you're not going to watch, oh, you have another breaking news story? I have breaking news. This is another great, great news. So uh, breaking news. A British school teacher who moved to Wuhan in China last year has told the um, LBC News in in Britain that um, LBC, not the BBC. No, not the, it's the LBC. Uh, that's that's out in Long Beach, California. <laughs> I think I, my man loved my boys out in the end. The all my dogs in the LBC. Yo, her, Snoop, what her, up, bro? Her name is Shell Buchanan. She is still trapped outside of her home in Wuhan, but she says that the panic and all the strict uh, protocols that they had seem to be calming down now. So there's a lot of things that are happening that weren't happening before. So if you take that into perspective, the shutdown happened in Wuhan. um, uh, It was like mid-January. No, it was uh, February. It was like the beginning of February. Mm -hmm. Uh, right around when that doctor passed away, um, 
in Wuhan. So it was one month, one month of complete shutdown. So put that into perspective, people. Exactly, and we hope it is. We yeah. hope this ends by April, by the middle of April, a month from now. We hope that things are, are on the downward right. slide because that's what they're saying. There's not going to be a the virus. There's not going to be an uh, uh, what do you call it? A a, a, a cure. In other words, a, right. a, a shot, an injection, a virus, like flu shots. People are now doing two things. They're being told to stay away from large crowds. And if they do get tested and have it, they stay in isolation right. so they don't affect other people. And the difference between Wuhan and here, or if if stories are to believe, that that it kind of took China by surprise and by storm, and people didn't they didn't react fast enough to it. Whereas here in the United States and elsewhere, um, other than the test kit issue that we are having here in the U.S. Um, we did react faster than other countries. Absolutely. So uh, China is a much larger, much more populated uh, country. And the fact that this epicenter of all of this, one month later, is starting to die down, that's a great sign for us. Exactly. So that's what you, everybody knows. Wash your hands. And if you don't feel good, stay inside. Yes. Stay People inside. go out when they're with the flu all the time. They're walking out coughing in supermarkets. And now all of a sudden you see all these people with sanitizing cloths going into subways and buses. Yet, meanwhile, when this isn't going on and there's regular flu and people are getting sick on airplanes, when we fly, what do we do before we go on? Oh, no we, matter what time of year it is, what do we do? We, uh, uh, we take the little emergencies, literally. Like, we, we start taking emergency the day before. Emergency is the... Is the is little the, packages uh, of vitamin C and exactly. zinc and all that. And then right before we get on the flight, we do another one. When we end the flight, we do another one. Exactly. We just kind of encapsulate ourselves. So don't wait for something to go wrong. That's why it's called preventative medicine. If you're going to travel, especially now... Take stuff when you get on a plane. Is it going to prevent you from getting sick? That's going to help. It helps. Yeah, it's it, going to it help. helps your body's natural defenses. Exactly. And this. And don't this drink right the here. coffee on airplanes drink ever. Agua, 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 agua. Lots of it. You're Where's supp- my damn water, Robin? Where's my damn water? At? I don't know, Tony damn Bruno. It. By the way, we bought this the other day. You want to talk about scams? I liked it. I don't know what you're talking about. So we have this grass-fed, iconic protein drink. Because the other protein drinks I have have too much sugar in them, right? right? This, this one... thing costs $3.50. 11.5 ounces. Chocolate truffle. So it has 30 grams of protein, 3 grams of sugar. No, 20 grams. 20, 20 grams. grams of protein, yeah. I'm sorry. 3 grams of sugar and 130 calories. You're thinking, all right, grass-fed. Everything's grass-fed now, pastured only, eggs. Only 4 grams net carbs. 4 grams. So this is perfect. Yeah. Because their cows roam and feed on lush, nutritious grass year-round. Reduced carbon footprint over conventional dairy. Sourced from family farms, allowing for full traceability from pasture to bottle. No hormones, antibiotics, or pesticides. Animal welfare, sustainability, nutrient quality. So I said, all right, I'll pay $3.50, but I'm not buying a case of this shit. I'm not paying $3.50 for 12 ounces of anything. Even a good beer. Robin, of course, would pay $7 for a crappy, uh, oh, high no, no, hoppy no, no, no. beer in a There's bar. No $7 a, gra- a glass for $2 or $3. No, a dollar worth of beer. So anyway, so I said, all right, I'll have this. So we buy them. It's Sprouts. And I said, let me try it. So I opened it up this morning. Let me try it again to see if maybe I, I was overreacting. I want to give it a second chance. Because, you know, a heart needs a second chance. Remember that song, Robin? Heart. 
life needs a second chance. By 98 yeah, special. Yeah. God, I got to play that now, Robin. Can you find it for me? Yes. It's 48, 38 special, which are now illegal, and Joe Biden will confiscate those as soon as he becomes president. Beto O'Rourke will go door to door and take your 38s, your 45s, your 44 double Ds, whatever you have in a house, your 1,000 bullet clips that you have laying around in your basement. Not 98 degrees. I'm not start on start railing on Miss Electric. I hate now. Don't start railing on Miss Robin for buying beer when you're buying grass-fed crap. I'm not railing on her for that. When I go, when we go out to dinner before we went on this Tito diet, I'd order a Yingling. I, you know, I'd look at the Robin would always go to the ritzy shitsy side of the beer menu. You know, the seven dollar a glass. So I'd have two Yinglings, and it would cost me five bucks. Robin would have two of her. Fancy, schmancy, high alcohol, overrated crap that's hoppy and it tastes sour like Starbucks coffee. I don't drink it. She can drink what she wants. We get the bill. Robin's beer tab, enough to buy a case of Yingling. My beer tab, $5. So how am I railing? I have to give her one of these right now. The The people are on my side, Tony. I mean, Yingling, this is the, old, the the oldest beer in America, right here in Pennsylvania, Robin. And you're going for some little brewery that's charging $1,000 for a case of beer. I'm sorry. Listen, I, I respect the small business people out there. But I don't get it with the hoppy stuff. I don't get it with the high alcohol stuff. Seriously. What can I say, Tony? That's I was raised on real beer, are not you, this watered-down stuff. Are you grass-fed growing up? <laughs> were you sustainably sourced? Oh, here we go. Love this song, man. It's a good song. A good Come song. on, baby. Let's sing. Brings me back to high school. I think it's high school. Crank that son of a bitch up, Robin. Uh, 1989. It was just past high school. Crank that song up, brother. This is one of those slow rock and roll bands hits. It was a big hair band ballad. They were like country rock, though, 38 Special. And they're still performing, by the way. Oh, no, it's 38 Special. Come on, Robin. Hello. Don't you correct me when I'm right. Since you've been gone, I've been in a trance. This heart needs a second chance. Don't say it's over. I just can't say goodbye. Oh, man, how great is this song? It is a fantastic song. So this is love. You know what their other big hits were, right, Robin? 38 Special. This is their only slow jam, so to speak. Right. Well, that's like all... It's something about those really heavy, like, rock bands that when they came out with ballads were awesome. They were all hits, you're right. All amazing hits. You know what was another one of them? This was one of their big uh, hit songs. I wouldn't call it hard rock. But you know what this song is, right, Robin? This was another one of their huge hits. (laughs) 
loosely, baby. Don't touch me too tight. In fact, don't touch me at all. Oh, speaking of touching, yes. we'll keep playing this, but we have a long list of music about touching. Yeah, I was going to do a community bulletin board for all yes. those people out there. Now, certainly, if you're looking for your, your local grocery store, you know, you can contact them to see what's open because, obviously, there's so many things. One thing I did get, a, the most important email I got this morning, you know, it's from who? No, no. Fine who? Wine and Good Spirits. Oh, what did they say? They are Please not don't... shutting down. Oh, thank God. Fine Wine oh. and Good Spirits, the Ooh. Pennsylvania Liquor Control Shoot. Board run stores. I mean. My they're... buddy Ed Nasta has a job, thank God. But he's sick, though. He's got the flu, and so he can't even go to work. He might have the coronavirus. We don't know it. I know they don't sell Corona in there. You have to go to a separate beer distributor yes, for that. But thank the Lord, because seriously, people, there were if if we thought the <laughs> violence and gunshots and deaths were high now, if they shut down liquor stores, oh. holy. So so, the, the, so I wrote this down because these are essential services. Yes, you may not be able to find toilet paper. But you better get your Hennessy on, and you better be able to find all the great vodkas and spirits and wines that you need to survive. Because everybody's just talking about toilet paper, you know, and frozen pizzas. We need fine wines and good spirits, ladies and gentlemen, now more than ever. But what's interesting to note here, what they do say, though, is that they're not going to do any tastings. You know, in the back of the, yeah. like, they'll bring somebody in <laughs> for some, one of the products that, that, that they can't sell. That might be frowned upon in this Yeah, situation. so no tastings, no bottle signings. No boob signings when I go in there, but I, you know, if you still want me to sign your boobs, I'll do that. Breaking news. Wait, Ed NASA break- just checked in. He says, nope, it is just the flu. He was actually checked yesterday, so. Good job. Let's give our good buddy Ed Nasta, the man who provides us with all of our cases that you see. Yeah. That Robin has, uh, what would you call it again? Fashioned into furniture. You, know, you see all these DIY shows, and they take things, and they make other things out of them instead of wasting them. I re remade, repurpose, repurpose, repurposed wine boxes. Oh, what's in the box? No more wine. So Ed Nasta, so, so he'll be able to uh, cough on you today, and you only have to worry about just getting the regular flu. Yes. Not the uh, cor- coronavirus. But meanwhile, Circle Liquor Store, which is the last stop. If you're going to the Jersey Shore, if you're from the Philadelphia, New Jersey area, one of the things we know that Ocean City, New Jersey, is a dry town. In other words, there are no alcohol beverages sold. There's no bars, no windows, and no doors. So what people do when they have homes in Ocean City, and a lot of people do in dry towns, they stop. And Circle Liquor Store was genius in putting this beautiful uh, store right on the last circle, why it's, yes. why it's called Circle, in Summer's Point, as you make your way into Ocean City, New Jersey. And a lot of people will go into their short places yeah. and hunker down Absolutely. there. Well, and, and, and so Circle, circle Liquors is not only open, they're doing a wine tasting tomorrow. That's... A wine tasting in Summer's Point. This is a bad idea. So you're going to call Circle Liquors and say, what the hell are you doing? Yes, we should do that. Should we call them right now? Yeah, let's call Circle Liquor. Yeah? You want to do that? No, I'm not going to scold them. They can do what they want. And by the way, with these tastings, they have little cups. They pour it in, you drink it, and you throw it away. That's true. You're not swapping spit with the bartender but no matter how ball, hot he or she is. The, the ball. The, the, the bottle, one person is handling it and pouring it out for everybody. Yeah, the person the- who's doing the pouring will have a full hazmat suit on and gloves. 
So they take the bottle, they wipe it off with alcohol. They take this corkscrew and wipe it off with alcohol. And and the person who is pouring them, they are handling the little cups, and they're little. So that means that their fingerprints, their fingers are going to be touching the lip of those little tiny cups, right? Because no, they're, they're so, not. They're not going to touch. They grab the. They pull. They're upside pull, down. Pull up one of those. They're upside down, right? Th- those little tiny tasting cups. I have them right There's. Here. It's almost impossible to touch them without touching almost That's the entire. Head, no, I'm saying they're Four tiny. Fingers. They're they're like the size of a cup. Here, hold on a second. I have an idea. I'm going to prove it to you, Tony. Tony. You come back. I'm going to get you something I'm that's going to. Now, these are regular. These are regular crystal fake plastic cups, right? These are regular. By the way, they're not pouring those in those shot glasses. They don't pour wine in shot glasses, Robert. What's the matter with you? What don't you. Uh... Don't you f- understand? So you go into any place that does tastings. Unless you're in like a really fine. You go to a winery in Napa, Sonoma, wherever you go for your wine and you're going to do tastings. When you go into a tasting room, they're bringing out real glass because they want you to buy expensive wines. When you go into a liquor store where they're pouring certain vintages, you're not having fine wines. So they don't give you a full glass. They don't give you a glass. They give you a plastic cup. Robin is now intimating that they give you those little shot glasses, which they don't when they pour wine. They pour alcohol when, when you sample a tequila or vodka or any kind of spirit. When you're doing a wine tasting, you get a smaller cup than this. But see how these cups are mounted, Robin? Yes. They're mounted upside down. So you take the cup. Let me demonstrate for all of you looking for a wine tasting this weekend. You take that cup at the bottom of your hand, which has a glove on it. You turn it upside down, and you don't touch the rim. Never touch the rim, unless you go ATM. And you know what they say about ATM. So now I have not touched this rim. And now I will pour my absolutely putrid, iconic grass-fed protein drink into said cup. Now, look. Uh-huh. I haven't touched the lip. I haven't touched the top. And now I get to taste without any kind of transmission of any diseases. Okay, so then this is a PSA. If you happen to go to any place that taste, does taste testing, if those glasses are there, you're good. But if they have cups that are like this, that's a pea cup. That's why I usually do say this is this is a, that's a shot glass. That's a shot glass. But if they have anything that's this size, don't do it because let, let, look, me, let me repeat. Because Robin. touch it. Look, look. Just for me to touch it, this is the net. I'm touching where your lips would be. Well, you better. Now, now let me repeat <laughs> here, and let me say it slower for you, so perhaps you'll understand what yeah. I'm talking about. When you go to a wine tasting. They do not pull out an Opryland USA shot glass. I just pulled the first shot glass. Great Opryland stuff right there. Love Opryland. They don't pull out an Opryland shot glass unless they're pouring. And by the way, this is glass. If and they do have those little plastic shot glasses. Yeah. But they pour and what they do in those is they pour spirits. Right. Not wine. Wine are usually. As I mentioned, full glasses, which they put in a, uh, a dishwasher after. Because when you go into one of these really cool wineries, mm-hmm. you know, they have the cabin. Yeah. They got all the accoutrement. They want you to feel fireplace going when which you're in the fall. It, it kind of looks like this wine exactly. cellar. Yeah. Except we don't have a fireplace on today. No, I do. Oh, as you'd say, this is sort of, Falcon, sort of like coming into the wine cellar. S. Falcon requests it. Even though the fireplace we're, we don't is have, burning. We don't have the heating elements on because it's already warm enough down here. But he, he every single time, I don't turn it on. All I'm missing is mad. Bob Costas in his, in his white turtleneck sitting behind a fake fire at the Winter Olympics. 
You know what I'm saying, Robin? Electric Eye <laughs> says, we need this as a drop. Miss <laughs> Robin saying, I'm touching where your lips would be. <laughs> <laughs> Let People, me taste this again. Get your mind Let me out taste of this again. Diet. Another iconic, ionic protein drink. Where the hell is this made now? Before this disappears off of my screen, Tony, you need to do something because we're all about education and helping out kids. Wait a minute. Let me taste this and give the final, the okay. final say here. I liked it. As the great Lawrence O'Donnell would say when he's ranting every night on MSNBC. Just fucking sucks. It fucking sucks Thank to be you. out here I, with this out-of-control shit. I totally agree with you, Mr. Canadian boy. Eh? This tastes like water that has had some sort of powder put into it, huh. and it absolutely sucks. Well, I'm sorry. I don't think I paid $3.50 for a bottle of supposedly grass-fed water. What did they do? Grass-fed milk. Grass-fed milk protein. This and it's made in Santa Monica by the I actually liked it. It tastes like water. It tastes like it's got NutraSweet in it and it's got chocolate water and and ba- it's it's thinner than it's thinner than water. It's thinner than the lowest low fat. It's thinner than skim milk. Do not buy this product, ladies and gentlemen, if you're expecting a nice truffle, has, chocolate truffle flavored energy drink or protein drink. It has drink. both monk fruit and stevia as the um, as the. I would sweeter. not buy this again if Monk himself came back. Or a monk. No, the monk himself. Know. You know who the guy, the great actor? Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub was pouring this for me, and I love Tony Shalhoub. Yes. I wouldn't buy this if Tony Shalhoub said, hey, but there's monk fruit in it, Tony. So, Do you know why it's called monk fruit? No, why? Because monks were the ones that first started growing, growing it. it. And, yeah, uh, I, did, uh, I, I thought it was. I yeah. did not know that. But uh, back to education <laughs> and helping out kids. Play Action Reel says that his son, Colin, is watching the stream right now. And he says, Tony, could you please give Colin one of your favorite, your Fortnite waves? I'm teaching him the Bruno way. Now, as you know, I'm not a Fortnite guy. But I have spent several Fortnites holed up in cabins in the woods over my career. Because you know what a Fortnite... How many people who play Fortnite and know the name Fortnite understand what Fortnite actually means, Robin? You know, that's a good question. You know what the literal translation of Fortnite is? I do. Two weeks. It's two weeks. Yeah. And nobody who plays Fortnite is on any less than a month when they're playing it. In other words, two weeks is what... Is that why they called it Fortnite? I don't know. Because it takes two weeks to play? Well, it doesn't. Well, for a lot of people, it does. <laughs> Have you seen these kids sitting in their basements on there for months? This is the best part of these, uh, the coronavirus, if you can look at it from a best part. At least there's a lot of young people out there and middle-aged people who are, who are sitting there playing video games 24-7 anyway. At least they're by themselves. Yes. So that they can't they're, train. They, they, they can't have, spread. They have been self-isolating for <laughs> months, sometimes years. And, the other, and I'm looking for positives here. You know what the other positive thing about coronavirus is? And again, the virus itself is not positive. Right. The positive ways to prevent the spreading of it. Uh-huh. No, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Did you just have a mind? I literally did. Mind Can you blank? call Joe Biden, Biden and have him, have him give me some help? I don't think I've ever seen you do that mid-sentence. I, I seriously just had a brain fart. Just a complete mind wipe. Well, the first thing I said was, you play Fortnite. And let me yes. give the Fortnite wave for Colin. 
and then I'll give you my Elizabeth Warren wave. <laughs> can you put the full back? Can you go to the other shot, Robin? I want people to see. Oh, the I, back? Like, this is too tight. I you don't want, want the, I want want the, uh, the three shot. Okay. And then uh, so people can see my Elizabeth Warren wave. There you go, folks. Enjoy. Whoops. And then Did the Fortnite just... wave, which I do every day okay. at the end of the show. It froze. The camera froze. I'm locked yeah. in. Oh, I love the hand. Is now with my hand that froze on the like shot. A... Oh, there it is. It it's just back unfroze. now. Okay. It looked like one of those shots where you can't see the thing. It's just moving so fast, yeah. and it's like a blur. It keeps freezing. Yeah. I'm not going to do that shot right now. I shut guess, that camera like, down, Robin. Maybe it has down. a virus. I don't know. You know, the other safe thing is I took my computer to the Best Buy Geek Squad. And had viruses removed. Yeah, it's still not up to No, par, but at least I have the viruses out. Yes. I, I thought ahead, Robin. I thought ahead going back to January when everybody else was just laughing at this. What was I doing? Buying toilet paper, tissue, and all the basic necessities. Tony. What? You just had a complete and utter brain freeze. Yes, I did. And then I switched cameras, and then the camera froze. Maybe there's... It's Is it Friday, paranormal? It's Friday the 13th. That's right. Maybe this is all tied in. It's all some... Wow. As some people... As you know, I love me... Uh, <laughs> let's check in with Oprah to see her reaction to Friday the 13th as she continues to pimp Weight Watchers. They call it WW now. You notice that? Yeah. They're, they're trying they to don't want you to. Everybody. They don't want to hear the words Weight Watchers. No. So it's now... It's WW. Oprah? What say you? Wow, 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 wow. Electric Eye says it's the ghost of Luigi at work. It is. It, this it, could, we could have spirits. I need to get well, my. Luigi's not dead. He's at a. No, a I don't, job not from him. I mean, there may be other ghosts here. Yeah. I need to get my all of my paranormal investigation gear. I need to get my EMF meter. Uh huh. I need to get the spirit box. I need to get my laser pointer so that I can see if any kind of movement in the basement here. The wine cellar could be haunted, folks. I got to call my buddies from Ghost Hunters. Yeah, I got to call my buddy Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures. I got to call my girl Amy Bruni, who's on her own paranormal show now. And somebody who is back in the United States. The great Ghost Hunter herself. Chris Williams. Chris Williams, a friend of the show who's been on the show many times back in the USSA. She's back stateside. We are so excited. We haven't seen her yet since she's been back, but um, she was living in Australia for several years, and she is now back. I believe she's in um, Arizona. 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 Arizona, By the way, another – I have – this is not – said by a doctor or anything like that, although there was some intimation that the... Um, Robin, corona- again, no speculation I here, know. just facts. No, I'm, there are facts, but you can maybe draw a conclusion from that, but... That's normally what you do when you get right. facts. So the fact is is that um, a lot of times the flu virus doesn't do as well when it starts okay. to get warmer. It starts to disappear. So we're hoping that the coronavirus is going to have the same effect when it starts to warm up. Guess where they do not have as many uh, coronavirus issues? In the desert in Arizona. Arizona, uh, Las Vegas. Arizona more so because Las Vegas stays a little bit cooler during the winter months. They are not having as many issues. So maybe, fingers crossed, that once things start warming up even more, the incidence of coronavirus will go down. Beautiful. I hope so. It's going to go up, and then it's going to go down. We are looking for whatever thing, whatever positivity that we can. Let's—we're not going to be the doomsday 
preppers. Preppers. We're I was. I listen. I, I. I was. I was a big doomsday prepper fan. And you know what happened? They all went away. Remember they had doomsday prepper shows every night. No, they went silent. No, they still have their stuff down yes. there, but it's all expired now. So what good are they? <laughs> No, there were. You remember years ago. Oh yeah. Now it's all Alaska shows on television, you know. Right. And building off the grid shows. Yeah. And all these they're people. So much more fun. People anyway. in Alaska who are living off the, the land. It's because the Doomsday Prepper shows—they're so freaking depressing. I, know, I hate those sons of bitches. I mean, I wouldn't want to go into those. See, at least in our Doomsday shelter down here, in our bunker, yeah, in our safe space, we're not total wackos. We're just partial wackos. We're just a little bit crazy, which that's fine. Everybody should be a little bit crazy because it's way more interesting. Let's go crazy. Uh, Italy is the textbook definition of what not to do. That's not actually the case. Yes, it is. No, no, yes, no. It is. They, they couldn't help the fact that they have such a high elderly population. I mean, what are you going to do? Say, well, when you reach a certain age, out of here. We're going to go to Logan's Run just so that we don't have a, a large... Is that open this weekend, Logan's Run? <laughs> and for those of you it's who... It's Dutch Wonder- Wonderland opening up. That's what I no. want to know. Uh, it's it's probably going to be delayed. The uh, For those of you who do not know, Logan's Run was a movie out in the 70s. I never saw that shit. Maybe. And it was all about... Uh, it was supposedly took place in the future where they were getting rid of old people. So that the population was always young. Robin, what's wrong with old people? Nothing. That's my point. You, I was, I was correcting 91.6ers saying that their issues is because of their large elderly population. All right, let's just chill one more time on a beautiful Friday, the 13th, everybody, with some Patsy Cline. Crazy. I'm crazy for feeling so, so lonely. This is one of those songs that whether you're a hundred or whether you're two years old, you listen to it and you say, damn, that is so good. I knew you'd love me as long as you wanted. Listen to how well produced this song. It just sounds good. For somebody new. Worry. Worry. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Why do I let myself worry, Robin? This is one of my car- this one of my karaoke go-to songs. <laughs> it was. It was written by Willie Nelson. And by the way, did you notice, and people are noticing, all of those great radio talents out there like Paulie P. Tony <laughs> hit that post yes. perfectly. And it always bothers me when I hear somebody playing a song in the background and then they step on the, the post. It's like, a, it's like criminal. People should be arrested for that. Anybody who's on the radio and uses music as part of their show and they lead up to it and uh-huh. they don't hit the post. And a lot of times you, go, you, you start talking. And then you'll walk over it, not realizing, not feeling that post coming. Oh, Tony, you can you, feel it coming. You feel it. Tony feels it all I the do. time. It could be a song I haven't heard in 20 years, and we'll play it, and I'll talk it up and hit that mother effing post. And we have one of our own listeners, of course, is called hitting, 
hit the F and post 64. Look at that. How about that? How about that? How about that? <laughs> hit the pick and post. How about that? <laughs> but there's a lot of songs that we can turn to in times of discomfort. Yes. And last night I was thinking about what's one of the things they tell you not to do, Robin? Do not touch your face and don't touch other people. You know what I say to that? What do you say, Tony Bruno? I say screw that because I want to know how I could possibly put this song on and not tell you to touch me, baby. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, touch me now, babe. Come on, come on, come on, come on, now touch me, babe. Babe. Can't you see that I am not afraid? What was that promise that you made? Why won't you tell me what she said? What was that promise that you made? Now I'm gonna love you till the heaven. Sing it, Jimbo. I'm gonna love you till the stars above the sky, just you and I. Now, Tony. Oh, Doug McGregor says, I'm still going to predict a baby boom nine months later. Oh, absolutely. Any kind, any, any time there is any kind of national or international emergency crisis, whatever, war, um, uh, snowstorm, tornado, typhoon, there's always babies. Oh, absolutely. Baby booms. No, there's definitely going to be a baby boom big time. And so here's, you know, we're talking about the stock market. But not here. (laughs) No, not in this house. You come into my house, you ain't getting no baby, baby mama drama, baby. But... No baby boom in this house. So if you want to look ahead, which yeah. is what we should do, we always wait till something goes wrong and then we panic. Everything, whether it's snow, they tell you snow is coming and people panic. Yeah. Before the winter, in the fall, when the leaves are turning, that's when you go out and you buy the rock salt. You know, you make sure you have your shovel, you have your stuff in your car to scrape ice or snow off mm-hmm. your car. You don't go crazy and then run into Pep Boys trying to find, you know, salt stuff when it's all gone because everybody's already run in there and gotten it. You got to be prepared. I know there's no more Boy Scouts or, or Girl Scouts, but I'm, I'm the only person left who cares about people enough to tell them to be prepared, Robin. Be prepared. Wasn't that the Boy Scout motto? Yes, absolutely. Be prepared. Always Unfortunately, be prepared. the motto changed later, and then uh, you couldn't be prepared or, or safe You enough. always knew a Boy Scout... Uh, and unfortunately, there's not enough Boy Scouts now. People, boys... Well, I remember the last Boy Scout. You know, that was Bruce Willis. <laughs> I mean, we haven't had a real Boy Scout since Bruce Willis was but, the last one. But Boy Scouts, you always knew who was a Boy Scout because they always had a condom in their wallet. <laughs> Dean Both checks in and says, no babies in my house. My pullout skills are amazing. No, come on, Dean. That doesn't work. No, that's no not, it does that's not. That's not a guarantee. Yeah. Dean, if that's your method, I'm surprised you don't have, you know, 10 kids. By the way, we have Dean after his last trip to a steakhouse for fine wines and good spirits with his lovely wife, Karen. Yeah. After the night, you know what he said? Excuse me while I whip this house. (laughs) Now, we we were talking about, uh, you know, you're not supposed to touch yourself. 
And there's all these songs. I mean, we found an entire long list. I immediately reeled off to you. Probably you, 15 songs oh, you did. involving touching. You did. Let me give you another one right here. This is another. If you're a man and woman and you get up in the morning. There's actually a list about uh, songs about touching and holding hands. I want you another one. These are the, the first one I thought of was Touch Me by the Doors. And then there's this one. Yes. When you wake up and say. Touch me in the morning. Now she wakes up and says, touch me in the morning. Unless you've been married like 10 or 15 years and you're really beyond that. Yeah. Are you, you know, you could touch her in the morning and then just walk away. Yeah. Isn't that what every guy wants? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's she's telling you exactly what most men hope for. I mean, seriously. I mean, just think of the lyrics. Touch me in the morning and then just get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. <laughs> but, Tony, look at this long list. Look at this long list of all these songs that encourage touching somebody's gonna have to come up and re-record these and and promote non-touching non-touching love if we were going to do a friday night show but we're canceling it because of the coronavirus i could just do an entire three-hour show on songs that just have the word touching yes there's tons of it i mean i can i can keep going down on this list uh, it's quite a long list, and I'm sure that this is not all of them. Now, if you have a special request, a song that you like it that involves touching, it's, just call us on the request lines right now. They're open right now. At, uh, <laughs> what's our phone? 215-462-TONY. Yes. 215-462-8669. We're playing your Touch Yourself songs. Of course, at the vinyls, we know that one. See, you like, can touch yourself. Here's one. The staple singers, take a hand, touch a friend. Bad. Bad idea. Bad advice right now. Don't do that. How about the um, Olivia Newton-John saying, you want, I want to get physical? Yeah, that's How can bad. you get physical in this day now, and age? Now, the tubes, the tubes we could play um, right now, don't touch me there. Don't touch me where? Don't touch me there. That is good advice. So we could play the tubes, where? don't touch me there, Love the all tubes. day long. Um, or all night long. Let me give you a little tubes right here. How about a little tube steak, Robin? How about we take the old skin boat to Tuna Town? Crank it up, brother. Come on. Now, this is running on love. This isn't the... Now, this See, is why I hate. What are, you do- what are you doing, Tony Bruno? Don't touch me there. That was Silent Rage's version. See, that's what happens with, with Spotify. You put a song name in. And they don't give you the best version of it or the That's most popular. That's why you need to switch over. We're, 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 I just paid for another month of Spotify. We're, t- we're, we're f- foregoing. <sighs> Tony Bruno. In the meantime, while you were looking for that, I want to show you a brilliant, brilliant. You know how the Italians, they come up with all sorts of stuff. Here's an Italian man. He has come up with a solution to be able to go out in public. You know how you're supposed to be um, a certain, you're supposed to have space in between other people. You're not supposed to. Yeah, yeah, six feet. It's like, you know who started this whole thing? And and I got to give credit to the great owners of the world famous strip club in the Tampa Bay area on Dale Mabry Boulevard. Absolutely. They had rulers out. There was a big era back in the day. Big Mm -hmm. problem. It had nothing to do with communicable diseases. It was that because if you were an all nude adult entertainment place, Right? Uh-huh. You, you couldn't touch the women. Yes. And so they, they instituted a six-foot a six rule. Mm-hmm. This, the, the, uh, the actual, it was local legislators went in there and said, 
if you go in there, if we come in there and there's guys with women sitting on their laps or anything else, they, the dancers must be within no closer than six feet, way ahead of themselves. Absolutely. And then the owner of the place gave out, or actually WDAE, the radio uh-huh. station, produced, bought a bunch of those little oh, three-foot, ro- you know, little six-foot rulers. Yes. And they put their logo on it and started <laughs> handing it out of the door so that all the patrons could go in there you know what? and be and, and not be arrested if they made sure that the dancer was more than this six This would have been away. more expensive, but it would have been really, really funny, is that the rulers on the, the, on the tape that slides out, it should have been a penis, so that as it slid out, it actually got oh, come a longer on, Robin, that's kind of, that, 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 Come on. Yeah, come on. That would, like, I think that would be funny. That, that's, but, what some, that's what dirtbag guys would say. Not a refined, world-traveled woman like you, Robin. You're right. Even I wouldn't stoop to that level. (laughs) But let's, speaking of the great Italians and understanding. This is the new fashion accessory that we are all all going to run out and purchase. We're going to go to Home Depot this afternoon, and I'm going to fashion this baby. So wherever I go. I'll be safe. Let's go to the tape. This is in Italy. Yeah, this is in Italy. I don't know if there's any, if he's speaking English or what. Oh, oh I'll, I'll translate. Okay. Let's go to the tape. Let me pause right now. So this is the distance of, for safety purposes. So it's an Italian man, if you can't see uh-huh. this. He's in the middle of this circular cut piece of plastic or plywood or it looks like one of those or styrofoam or something like that yeah but it's not that heavy you can't put that if you had oh, a, like a three quarter it has inch, to be you're right it's, it's styrofoam. styrofoam so it's a gigantic piece of styrofoam which is a an exact six foot circumference yep right and then in the middle he cuts an opening so he can sit in it and has straps over it holding it Get up through and so, once again, let's take it back, so and I like, will translate this, because I haven't seen this video okay, yet. so it's like suspenders, and he's carrying yes. this. That This is a, the, 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 the distance that you need to be safe. This is the distance, right, the safety distance. The coronavirus. There's media there. It looks like it's in a mall somewhere. See in a mall? Yeah, yeah. So there you are. I think it's like the, the it's it looks like it's like the uh, grocery market, open market. In Italy? In I thought Italy. all it was closed. What part of Italy is this? Does it say in the story? Can you op- uh, roll it up, scroll it up there? No, it doesn't. It doesn't say where it is. It's got to be in Italy, though. But that's funny. I, I got to do that. I'll be selling those at the, right in front of the Wells Fargo Center, which is now closed. This way, if you want to go out this weekend, Brilliant. Yeah. How much would it cost to get, like, I'd have to get, like, a, if I got a six-foot, now, let's do some math. If I got a six-foot piece of styrofoam, half-inch, three, it got to be three-quarters. Half-inch right. is two, would, would snap easily. Right. So it's got to be three-quarters, one-inch styrofoam or foam of any kind. It's a shame AC Moore went out of business. I can go over there and buy it I all up. I didn't have anything that big. Not that big. And then you just make a circle. So you put the, you put the uh, compass in the middle, uh-huh. and then you create a circle all the way around. And all you do is put a nail in the middle, the exact center of that six-foot piece, and then you tie a string and go all the way to yep. six feet. And it's and handy because around. you can, like, put things on. You can, like, put your phone on there. You can, you know, you could uh, accessorize it a little bit. Exactly. Put some, you know, you could bedazzle it. So if you're a woman and you want to go out, and you really don't want to be bothered with guys anyway, this is not just for coronavirus safety. Say you're a really hot chick, and you want to go out if this weekend. If you are a really hot chick. And you don't want anybody near you. And a lot of women don't even need to wear this. They just give you that look like, don't you come near me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you get out of my face with that crazy stuff. No, this, this is what will come back. If we, if we are talking about um, uh, 
fashion for women so that people, so that men won't be able to, or anybody, it doesn't just happen to be men, but anybody, this will come back in fashion. Hoop skirts. Oh, yeah, the hoop skirts. Because this way, you wear you wear one of those big old hoop skirts, and you... And then you will go commando. <laughs> so if you find somebody that you like and, and you know doesn't have the coronavirus, he or she, by the way, could s- carefully slide under there and no one would know that they were up and under there. Yeah, see, look, you can even hide little kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hide the entire family. I always want, whenever I see, you know, obviously people don't wear those regularly, but when there's like events or... You know what they use those hoop skirts now yeah, for? Now they have like uh, they put them like glass. They put right. like rings around it with with glasses of wine when they you go into a big party. Metallic hoop skirts with wheels yes. at the bottom because they're obviously really heavy, and then they have little like cup holders yeah. inside the metal hoops, and they go around with champagne glasses and stuff like that. So you just take a drink off of their hoop skirt. And you know what they say when you wear that, or you wear that brilliant Italian man's six foot circumference tube. You know what they say? Robin? What did they say? You need to bring this up. You can't touch this. Crack that baby up. You can't touch this. My, 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 my. My, 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 my. Music hits me so hard. Makes me say, oh my lord, thank you for blessing me. What am I to run and Hey, we're coming. We're counting down the Rob Mount Rushmore of Touch Stars on a Friday the 13th, baby. Everybody now. I told you, homeboy. Homeboy. You can't touch this. Yeah, that's how we living, and you know. You can't touch this. Look at my eyes, man. You can't touch this. Uh-uh. Uh-oh. You know what I got to do now, Rob? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Fresh new kids. Oh, that's not the part. You got it like that. Now you know you want to dance. So move out of your seat and get a fight going. Still okay. It sounds good. Do hammer time. I've had all I can stand. Take hold of me with your hands. Oh, baby, you give me the chills. Whisper low in my ear. Let me know how you feel. Just to know you are near. Sound a lot like uh, not touching somebody somewhere. There sounds like there's a lot of touching going on on a song about Don't Touch Me There. Tony. Oh, oh. Tony's blowing his nose. You realize that every time anybody gets the sniffles or anything, people are going to start freaking out. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What do you have? What do you have? I'll tell you what I got right here, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Here. I don't want to hear any more of the tubes. No, it's not the Rocky Horror Picture Show. It was, uh, but it was, it was, sounded way more like touching. I was pop locking, and then Robin went to a bad lie version of the because tubes. Because I was in the process of doing that before. <sighs> okay. I'll tell you, you know, and I'm not a big Bruce Springsteen oh, guy. That's what it is. But one of my favorite Bruce Springsteen songs is another one of those slow jams. 
not really a slow jam. It's more of a down-tempo number, as Casey Kasem would say. You're going to play a down-tempo number. This is something else you must avoid this weekend when you're out and about trying, looking for love in all the wrong places. You and me, we were the pretenders. We let it all slip away. In the end, Basically, this song and Tunnel of Love are the exact same songs. But they both sound good. Crank this up, Robin. Why is everything so low? Crank this son of a bitch up. I told you, I'm not a big Bruce guy. This and Tunnel of Love. Streets of Philadelphia is pretty good too, but it's a depressing song. Which Philadelphia is right now, unfortunately. Gina Parveen just unfollowed due to this music. <laughs> no, she didn't. I would hug Sheena Parveen all the time before we were worried about hugging people. So if you have any other touch songs that you'd like. What is your favorite when, when you, so they're saying, you know, no shaking hands, no hugging people. If, if you're, what's going to be your go-to greeting? I'm not going to do this elbow stuff and the, the toe taps and all this shit. I like the namaste. Namaste is good. Namaste. Namaste, my Indian friends. Yeah, I like that. Namaste. I just like full re- open mouth. If you want to, if you want to make sure that you're safe, a full open mouth French kiss. Kiss. Then you'll know right away. Then there won't be any. Oh, by the way, did I touch that guy? Oh, wait a minute. Who did I touch? You're like, nope. I touched him. I I touched him big time. That's what I'm saying. Everybody, take, wait, wait a minute. Like one person tests positive, right? Uh huh. And then they got to find out who they actually touched. And it could be just like somebody touching your hand. Yeah. Like, who did I shake hands with? Who did I? This way, if you know, if you swap spit, then you'll know precisely. Without a who doubt. Who the person is. So once again, Dr. Tony bringing this to make it a lot easier so that we can test the people once we believe that they have the symptoms. And oh, by the way, not everybody needs a test. When you get a cold or you get the flu and you feel like crap, do you go demand, do you go to the lab and demand to have a test? No, you go to your doctor. Right. Well, I, I think that there is a case to be made that if you have any kind of flu-like symptoms, it's better to be safe than sorry. Because if you have the flu, you can go home and other people can be around you. Um, and there, you know that they're you're not going to give them the coronavirus, so you know there's there's questions. I think that if you have, but make sure that it's with a fever. That's the one difference between flus and colds and the coronavirus. Every single person who has a coronavirus spikes a fever. So you don't starve a cold, boss. What is it? Starve a cold, fight a fever. They're not telling you to eat chicken soup or any of this stuff. At least with the other the other garden variety viruses. 
you know, you get orange juice, you get some uh, your ma- your matzo ball soup. You go out, you call Eric Cohen to pick you up in an Uber, and he takes you to the best deli, uh-huh. and he gets you the best matzo ball soup. And then you sit at home, and then you feel better eventually. Uh, Play Action Reel says it's feed a cold, starve a fever. That's right, feed a cold, starve a fever. Which is fever. Peggy Lee, great song. I need one more touch song, Robin. One more touch song? Okay. Uh, I already gave you MC Hammer. I gave you Human Touch. Okay. I gave Out of Touch. Well, you know what I need? Hall and Oats. Here, but these, they don't not talk. That's, that's, a, that's not touching somebody. Out of Touch means you're not communicating with me. No, no, no. no. I'm so just it's not a physical touch. No, I love list. Out of Touch. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about people oh. requesting songs. You're Out of Touch by Hall and Oats is a great song. But that means you just haven't called me. It has nothing to do with physical touching than the literal form. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you're specifically looking about touching other people, not that's, just yourself, yes, that's right? what this is all so about. So then the divinals, I touch myself, would not be working. <laughs> no, you can touch yourself, too. You're not supposed to touch yourself. You're not supposed to touch that's your face. That's true, I too. We played the divinals like a week ago. Um, just name one of those on the list, Tony Bruno. There's so many of them. I gave you a whole list last night, and then you go and do a generic Google no, these search. Are, they were on there. I just wanted to know which ones you, uh, because last night... The ones that you gave me, um, I started writing down, but it was then I found this instead. You want to go a little more R and B? You want to go a little rap? Sure. You could play a little flow rider. Touch oh me. yes. But I have to find the song now. That's the problem. I can find it. Find uh, "Touch Me" by Flow Rider. What's the matter with you? <sighs> coming, coming! It's coming up, coming up, coming up, coming up, coming up. And then we still need to go to Florida. I know. We got, we got, we relax, Robin. We ain't going anywhere. Just relax. Sit back. We're self-quarantining. Samantha Fox, touch me, baby, yeah. all night long. Hold me, squeeze me. Love Samantha Fox. Former porn star, you know, Robin. Did you know that? Did she, did she, did she do porn before she started singing or vice versa? Does it really matter? <laughs> no, probably not. It probably doesn't matter. But. Oh, is this it already? Love Samantha Fox. Oops. I didn't Mansion know. and rescue Trina. What? Oh, an agent flow rider. Try oh, to keep go. a low profile. Good luck. Crank it up, baby. All right, get to it, Flo. This is a very long intro. Because it's a video. Touch me, 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 touch me. There's no doubt being left about it in this song. Hey, I like it when you're telling me to keep in touch. All over your body, rub it like good luck. Love a stand up, shawty, keep me doing too much. Hands where they ought to be unleashed, that's stud. And no apology, the freaks don't fuss. Quick sand quality, it's going down pretty rough. Brand new with it, all about that rush. Keep telling me to feel it, and it's just my luck. I'ma help you make that movie. Get on my top, cause I like my duty. Get involved, I don't mind the groupies. She a dog, I'ma let her meet Snoopy. Round of applause, make it clap like a Uzi. Let the balls on the cue like Susie. Set it off to the top. Yeah. They just don't write songs like this. No, anymore. they don't. Now, Tony. All right, let's we, transition into Samantha Fox say, now, Robin. I want to show you how a okay. good DJ does it. All right, you ready? Yep. 
slowly fade that down and then bring this up, Robin. I need to be running my own board when I do this stuff. It's a bad transition, man. Uh, it's, I've, I'm working with two different systems, Tony. Just fade one, bring the other one up, baby. That's not the song I want. But you gotta have the right one, Tony. It says touch me. This isn't the song I was thinking of. It's hold me crazy, drive me crazy. Oh, this, I think this song is called All Night Long. See, but when you hear touch, because she talks about all night long, touching touch her me, all. Touch me, I want your body. That's the one you're looking for, Tony Bruno. Well, it's not in there. I'm looking at her greatest hits album. <sighs> See, I asked you last night, Robin. I have that. That's why I have them. Just give me one second to play this damn commercial because I can't keep them all is up. Is this Samantha Fox? Yes, it is. It goes, and get that something. Here it goes. I know it's Touch Me by Samantha Fox. There you go. This is a live version. It's when I had big hair. I think I was still in Europe when she was big. What year was this? I don't know, but when she was big, so was I. <laughs> Ladies' hour here on the Tony Bruno show. Yeah, that's that's not as good. You know what song is really, really a better song than that, Robin? Oops, that was not a bad good thing. Are you starting to play it? No, I'm trying to find it. Oh. That's why I need two little uh, my little two. Laptops, yeah, I know. So I can have all side. this music programmed and then do a real mix and show you sons of bitches how it works. Okay, why don't you just tell me what you're looking for? I want for? Kathy Dennis, one of my favorite female artists, which is one of the greatest songs of all time. Touch Me. There it is, Robin. Not the remix, the original version. Sort of like the original Rays. A lot of copycats. Kathy Dennis. She also had a great slow jam, too. Crank this up, Robin. Oh, yeah, this is disco-phonic, indeed. By the way, the Bob Pantano Seniors Dance tomorrow night at Adelphia in uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey, has been postponed. Also, the Please Touch Museum in Philadelphia has been closed. All night long, baby. Give me another oh, 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 oh. Another song that was a ballad that was tremendous. There was no touching involved, but. What's your plan, Mr. Gary? How would you like to buy a bank? What? So big.
touch me. Now we have a request here, Tony Bruno. It is well, it is the open all request Friday afternoon happy hour. Adelphia isn't desperate, I know. I said you know, Trent area. The Please Touch Museum not only is closed, it will be coming back, changing its name to Please Don't Touch Museum. We have a request for Bloodhound Gang, The Bad Touch. Oh. You know, let's just do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. But this isn't that song. This is another hit from the great Bloodhound Gang. Sounds very similar. Baby sweat, baby sex is a Texas drought. Me and you do the kind of stuff that only Prince would sing about. So put your hands down my pants and I'll bet you'll feel nuts. Memories at Margate, the Saturday night senior soiree has been postponed on, uh, what's the what's the street down there? Amherst Avenue. Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney will now quarantine himself in his city hall office, only dancing with his stunad, uh female assistant to sanctuary songs all weekend long in the safety of his office. All right, I got to get serious for a moment here, though, okay. before we close the show. So I saw this story when I woke up, and I don't want to be a Debbie Downer here. And we'll have a Florida update. And we also have one happy little video. Yeah, but this is not happy. Because, okay. again, you know me. I'm very, very critical of our local government. You know why? Because the local government affects us who live here, just yes. like everybody who lives in every city. And while people are crying about Washington and the president and who should do this, this you're not going to be able to fix that. You go to a vote in, in November, that's how you change it if you're not happy. Bitching about everything that happens in Washington is not going to solve it. Go march on Washington, nothing gets done. When you live in a local town, just like we saw with the lethal injection site controversy two weeks ago, how the people spoke out and forced government to do the right thing, we have a situation in the city that is completely out of control, and it is gun violence. Not gun violence that you see people talking about and requiring confiscation of private citizens who are not killing people, who have a gun, A, to protect themselves or to hunt, and all of those other things. I'm not talking about the whack jobs who have, you know, 10,000 guns in their house. I'm talking about average citizens, law-abiding citizens. But here in Philadelphia, our mayor and our district attorney absolutely positively have turned a blind eye to the biggest pandemic in the city. And I, again, I don't have answers, so I'm not saying I know the answers, but they don't. I don't know the answers, but I know one thing that's not the answer. That's to have to issue a press release, a feel-good press release, how we now have implemented a five-year plan to reduce gun violence. No, you don't in- institute a five-year plan. Because you know what's going to happen between now and five years from now? If we don't all die, the gun violence will continue unabated. And now we have reached 72 murders, not just shootings, actual deaths in the city of Philadelphia on March 13th. Last this morning, 6 a.m., a couple of guys go into a Chinese takeout restaurant in the city Mm -hmm. with guns trying to hold up a Chinese restaurant at 6 a.m., go in there, shoot somebody, a customer, Accidentally, now you know they were trying to rob it, so they shot a customer inside. Customer's dead. The two creeps get away. And then this is a story that really, really pains my heart. And it's something that's been going on a lot now. And it's now. not that one life is more valuable. No, than absolutely another. not. That's not. But the this point. is what we've seen an unbelievable increase of all around this country mm-hmm. in the last few years, and that is police doing their job 
and losing their lives. Earlier this morning, 5.30 a.m., in the Frankfurt part of the city, Frankfurt is up in the northeast. It's actually one block away from the Frankfurt Transportation Center. That's where all the SEPTA buses and subways are when you're in that part of the city. That's, one, that's the termination of that Frankfurt Market Frankfurt line. A police officer and several other officers with a warrant to mm-hmm. search and arrest a suspect in a house. And at, this was not something, this was not a warrant just for like theft or no, anything No, that's like what that. I'm, I'm going to point it yeah. out here, Robin. It's part of the story. The guy wasn't, he didn't have a bag of weed on him. No. He didn't uh, even like shoplift at an Acme. This gentleman, a 21-year-old man, I call him a gentleman. This 21-year-old man was in his house with other people. And when police arrived to serve a warrant for something that he did just one year ago. No, it wasn't selling dope on the street. It was for robbery and murder. Let me repeat. A 21-year-old man who is charged with robbery and murder one year ago, out on the streets, in a house, police go there, which is their right and their duty to protect the neighborhood from a murderer, go to his house, knock on the door, SWAT team has to go in when they wouldn't respond, gunfire erupts, and 46-year-old veteran police officer, Corporal James O'Connor, hit once in the shoulder, and it must have obviously hit a main artery. Or ricocheted. And he died in the hospital a short time later. 23-year veteran, married father of two, a corporal again in the police department, two children, one of his sons. Well, his son is, is an officer in the 6th Police District in Philadelphia. His other child, a grown daughter, is in the active-duty Air Force. And the suspect was not even shot by police, and he was taken into custody. Now, I'm not wishing that... Do do I wish that the police would have just blown this guy away? Absolutely. That's your first reaction. Not because police lives are are more important than other lives, but police are doing their jobs. They're out in the street during this pandemic. They don't say, well, we're not going to go out there. We may get the coronavirus. They put their lives on the line every single day. And now another law enforcement official doing his job, not stopping and frisking, not going out there trying to hassle people standing on a corner. A guy who knew that there was a warrant for the arrest of a man who's already allegedly committed a robbery and a homicide still out on our streets and takes the life of a police officer. And to, to say how much the police officers know how uh, District Attorney Larry Krasner has been screwing them over in the hospital, Larry Krasner was turned away he should be. by the family and by the police department, the, his fellow police officers. Exactly. Larry Krasner is a absolute thug. Larry Krasner was elected as the district attorney of Philadelphia because George Soros, who's been doing this all over the country, spent $1.7 million to advertise Larry Krasner when he was running for DA. He was a criminal defense attorney. Now, remember, most criminal defense attorneys usually start out as prosecutors, and then they become criminal defense attorney defending people who are charged with crimes. We need those people. Everybody deserves it. Harvey Weinstein, Epstein, no matter who you are, you are entitled to defense. So what happens? Krasner, 
who's now one of these social justice warrior guys who keeps telling everybody that, you know, we got to let all these people out of jail because, you know, a guy who had a bag, of, a nickel bag 20 years ago shouldn't be in jail. So everybody that. believes that. Everybody believes that that's who's being released back onto the streets. Yeah. That is not who's being released back onto the streets. I, mean, I don't think are. anybody who's ever been caught with weed should be in prison. Right. Ever, ever, ever. I mean, they're being released as well, but they're letting out others on top of that, and that's the bad thing. Um, and, and by the way, this is not about race to me. No. Because what's happening in our city now, and all cities, is this is gang war. This is turf yeah. gang wars. And we're talking 15, 16, 18-year-old kids who are out there nightly shooting one it's another up. And so these are the kids who obviously you know, aren't afraid of the law. They're just trying to make a living selling drugs. And I equate it to the mafia scumbags back in the 70s and 80s in this town. You would see mafia guys shoot each other dead in their cars, but they weren't shooting innocent people. Again, that that sounds really crazy, but the mobsters would go after the other mobsters. And that's what's going on with these gang shootings. The gang bangers who somebody's, somebody's getting into their turf they go out and take him out. There's nothing funny here, Robin. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I, that's not it. I'm talking about the, Krasner apparently was on uh, Channel 96.1 saying that if the minimum wage were $15, there would be yeah. no crime in First of all, this guy should be in cuffs and taken out and put into the U.S. Attorney's Office here, which is the real law enforcement agency. It's the U.S. Attorney. In other words, he's federal agents. Larry Krasner is a criminal thug who should be taken out of City Hall in handcuffs and thrown into a federal penitentiary without bail for the crimes that he's committed on the citizens of this city. And he is being assisted by another stooge, the mayor of the city, Jim Kenney. Because these guys have now instilled in our city here, Philly, just like other DAs and other social justice warriors have done in many cities in this country, that the cops are the bad guys And the bad guys are the victims. And when you have kids who have no people around to teach them right from wrong. Listen, I could have been a thug. I had a lot of opportunities without a dad at age 10 with a 38-year-old mom. You were approached constantly. Exactly. Again, I'm not putting myself better than anybody else. No, but It's easy when you live in a a high-crime area, when you grow up in a neighborhood where, you know, you don't have a dad and you're out there on the streets roaming at night, which I did. Mm -hmm. Luckily, I never got involved in crime. I did stupid stuff like kids do. I wasn't shooting somebody in a Chinese restaurant to go steal money. And so now we live in a world, yes, there's poverty. Yes, people are looking for a way to, to make ends meet. But what's happening now in this country, and this, isn't a, this, isn't a, this is a human being, all lives matter thing here. It's not that black lives don't matter and white lives, all lives matter. But you can't even say that anymore. Because if you say all lives matter, the inference is that you don't care about black lives. Which is not true. And here's the mayor and the district attorney of our city who are pretty much turning a blind eye to, it's not just the middle of the night, you go into a bad neighborhood stuff. This is anywhere. This is anywhere in broad daylight, near a subway station, anywhere in in center city Philadelphia, one of the most busy intersections in this city. People are robbing, shooting, ransacking. Yes, times are tough. But the bottom line is, if you don't have law enforcement respect, if you don't have police. Now, listen, when police do the wrong thing and you're seeing it every day, they're getting arrested and they're being prosecuted. As they should be. That's the way it works. Yeah. If there's dirty cops. But the problem is people believe that all cops are dirty or most cops are dirty. And it's not. It's just like most kids aren't criminals. 
All kids aren't criminals. All black kids aren't criminals. All drug-infected white kids, infested areas, they're not all criminals. They're people who need help, but there's nobody giving them guidance. And so while the politicians grandstand and cut ribbons and issue proclamations about, five, we got a five-year plan. Whenever something goes bad, Jim Kenney, our mayor, Coronavirus. We gotta shut everything down. No parades. You can't. You can't get a. You can't have a gathering of more than five hundred people. That's the way they approach problems. They appoint political panels, and their buddies go sit around in meetings, and then do feel-good news conferences. And by the way, the mayor doesn't even do news conferences. He just issues statements. And the DA, he never has news conferences. He has a criminal assistant named Jane Rowe, who is a laughably corrupt and incompetent assistant. And what she does when something has to be addressed, she goes on Twitter and mocks the people who are demanding answers from her boss. That's the world we live in now. No accountability for doing things that are absolutely reasons to be removed from office. Larry Krasner should be removed from office. Jim Kenney should be removed from office. I'm not talking about a violent takeover. I'm saying these people should resign. They should resign because they have failed to live up to their duties to protect and serve the city of Philadelphia. And again, I don't care what their political parties are. They all happen to be Democrats because that's all the city's had for 67 years. I don't care about that. If there's a competent person of another party, vote for them. But the problem is this town is enslaved just like every other major city in this country. It is enslaved to believing from the people who lie to you every single year, especially every single election term, that they're going to fix it. And 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, things have gotten worse, not better. So if things are getting worse, why do you continue to allow these people who haven't made your life better in any way, shape, or form, who have not done their basic duties, which is to serve and protect, provide you, with streets that are functional, provide you with transportation that's safe, provide you with trash pickup. Those are the things we pay our taxes for. I don't pay taxes for my mayor and my district attorney to go out campaigning for political candidates while the city goes to hell. They want to campaign for other people? Resign your job and go out and be a political huckster. Larry Krasner, our district attorney, is on Twitter every single day sticking his nose into what happens in neighboring counties with law enforcement. Can you imagine that? This guy is the Philadelphia district attorney. He's not the Pennsylvania state attorney general. And yo, while, while things are going on in his own town under his own nose with his own people releasing violent criminals back into the streets, what is he doing? He's grandstanding for a bigger job. He thinks now, yeah, this DA thing is beneath me now. I'll take the heat now, let people criticize me, but I'll just keep putting violent criminals back on the street, and then in two years, I'll run for attorney general. Because he's got aspirations, and there's nothing wrong with aspirations. But normally, you don't get promoted up the food chain if you do a job and fail at it. In politics, that's one of the places. You fail and you do a horrific job, as long as you've got your minions and all your machine behind you to tell everybody, as long as you go to college campuses and hand posters out to stupid college students who don't know shit from Shinola, and they put their little Krasner pictures in their windows on the campuses, and you brainwash an entire city into believing that this guy, this slick little 
piece of garbage with his pretty glasses is a guy that's going to save your city, you got snookered and suckered. And if you idiots vote for this guy again in two years, shame on you. You want to have the city that's safer? Bring in people who will enforce the law. And right now, Larry Krasner is absolutely abhorred by the police. As Robin mentioned, when they took this police officer to the hospital this morning after he was shot by a guy who was already had a murder and a robbery warrant for his arrest out, Krasner tried to go there and pretend yeah. that he cared, and they, tur- they turned him back. And I believe every police officer should turn their back on Larry Krasner. They should protest in front of his office. The mayor should never be allowed to leave his office again until he has answers. Again, he's not going to solve it. I don't have the answer. But when this city is on a record, a record of numbers of murders, forget about just shootings. We're talking about murders. We're talking about dead people. Not how many people are shot. I don't even know what the total gunshot numbers are because not everybody dies. No. But 71 people, now 72, counting a police officer, are dead. And the mayor and the district attorney are more concerned about closing museums, which they should. That's part of their job. But they're making a panic about coronavirus with one reported case. Meanwhile, nobody's ever arrested. There's videotape of the suspects, and they put it out on the police uh, videos. How many of those people are ever caught, Robin? Very, very few. Very few. So having surveillance cameras, having people say, oh, I saw the guy and he was wearing a hat and a hoodie, blah, blah, blah. And then they, and they rarely catch those people. So what good is see well, something, say and something? And even if they are caught and brought in, they're let go again. It's a revolving door. Again, and, and I have zero political aspirations. So I'm not one of these talk show hosts that gets a job and then he starts pimping himself on the air. And then two months later, you find out he's running for office. Trust me, I'll never run for office. I, I had chances. I, dis, I decry the political world that we live in now. I believe that the attempt at having respectful, and I'm, there's a lot of respectful con- congressmen, mm-hmm. city council members, community organizers, people who help you in the communities. I'm not condemning the entire world. I'm just saying now because of all the perks available. And you look at our city. We've had, we've had education centers, school superintendents, city council people, former former high-ranking officials charged and convicted and sent to prison for graft. And it happens in every city. And it doesn't matter what your party is. Politicians take a job, most of them because they have good intentions. But once they get in and they see all the favors that they owe to people who help get them in, mm-hmm. the corruption possibilities and all the perks and all it's of the other things. there's way too much money Exactly. Involved. You're going to take a 70000 There are people who, turn, who walk away from quarter-million-dollar-a-year jobs to become a politician for seventy-five dollars or $80,000 a year. You know why? Because they know at an $80,000 job as a politician, the opportunities for you to get all the goodies that come along with it are endless. And the longer you stay in office without, in, in most of the offices where you have no term limits, like in Congress, where you can stay in Congress till you're 99 years old, these people stay in power. So anyway, that's I, my take. And, I, and again, condolences to the family and to all the Philadelphia police officers out there who know we have their backs. And w- the last time, I don't, think I, I don't think I heard you mention, the last time a police officer was killed was how long ago? I think it was uh, 2005. Now, police are – again, I, I've said this a million times. I don't, and, and this is why nobody wants to put, be a police officer. I know. Because the one thing you'll see in most cities in this country, someone who's a police officer, chances are 
their dad was a police officer mm-hmm. or a firefighter. Yeah, it runs in the so family. it does. It goes down the line. You know, look at look at this corporal who was who's dead now, forty six years old, twenty three years on the force. His son is in the sixth district as a police officer. Mm-hmm. His grown daughter, active duty Air Force, and they have the suspect, and he was taken into custody. And I seriously doubt, no matter what kind of a corrupt thug Larry Krasner is, that this guy is going to get out of jail. He's, there's no way he gets out on bail. Not when he's already awaiting charges on a homicide robbery yeah. and now well, is charged with killing a police. This, this is a death penalty sentence. I know people don't want the death penalty. And oh, by the way, we haven't had a death penalty, even though it's on the books. No one's been put to death well, in this town since the, since the 70s. The, uh, the guy that was on death row for killing a police officer back in the 70s is now getting out, right? Yeah, they're trying to get everybody out. Yeah. Because uh, cop killers... Now, if there's, if there's mitigating... Sir, if there's, you know, when all the evidence wasn't there and somebody was framed, they deserve, a free, they deserve another trial. But now we have a world where now people want cop killers released back onto the streets because they've suffered enough. The cop that the guy shot in the face, I guess he and his family didn't suffer enough, and they never got justice because he was arrested. Now when you get arrested for the death penalty in many states, you're basically just spending the rest of your life in jail, which you should. But if you commit a capital crime, you kill a police officer in cold blood, you should be put to death. And not 10, 20, 30 years from now. There is no doubt, because this guy already has a murder rap against him. Now you're committing a capital crime? And you're going to not be put on in isolation? There is no, if this guy gets out on bail, of, of, even if it's a billion dollars bail, Larry Krasner should be run out of his office in chains and sent to the federal penitentiary. That's how I feel about it. And I want to note, I actually did create the Bruno Sermon in Progress. It's not a sermon. This is just, this is just heart... Yeah. Because I know a lot of police officers. I've been around law enforcement my whole life. I've seen firefighters and police officers out there doing their jobs. They're, and they now more than ever. Nobody else would be willing to do. Exactly. Would you, would you take a job for $50,000 a year where you know when you go out at night, chances are, and you work overnight, chances are you're not coming back the next day. You could say that about soldiers in the military, but there are soldiers in the military who are not in war zones. Right. They, there's accidental deaths in other, all over the world. You know, we, they were not in war zones everywhere. We have people in Germany. We have them all over the world, military. And sometimes somebody dies in a training accident. But those troops who are in these non-war zones serving our country, they are in less risk of being killed than a police officer in every major city in this country in the climate of the police are the bad guys. You saw it this summer in New York. People throwing water and milk yeah, the disrespect over police sad. officers who are just standing there, and they're laughing at these cops, and the police can't do anything about it. Imagine that level of disrespect in a world that's absolutely loaded with people who don't respect anything. They don't respect other people's privacy. They don't respect because they don't care. So it just bothers me. On that note, Tony... <laughs> I just needed to get that off my chest. I didn't want to start the show with that, but I, I, I saw that this morning. And then I see the mayor through a statement, probably written by that dancing queen chick of his in the office, that twat. And I hate to use that word, but these are all enabling I'm fine with that losers. Word, which is silly. Which means but, uh, the same thing as the yeah, other one, by the way. But I'm okay with twat. I, I... Twat, did you say? 
don't know. And then you know what the follow up line is to that one, right, Robin? That's the old line. What did you say? And then it's I hear you. I see. I'll say it just because it's in the joke. What did you say? I can't hear you. And now you know the rest of the story. Yes, dear. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are. We we have to go. That's really loud. We're not doing one little upbeat no, story. Because look at the time, and you and I have an appointment with a grocery store. We are going to leave a very safe quarantined area and go to a supermarket to try to find pastured eggs, free-range milk, toilet paper, tissues, ointments, lotions, potions, and suppositories so that we can get through another weekend so that we can turn on Monday. We return fully stocked and ready to go. So wish us well, and you be safe out there. Yes. And again, if you're worried about somebody having the virus and you want to make sure, don't go up there and get freak out if you accidentally frottage them. Just, just make out, and just, then you'll know for sure. And, you know, use, use all the techniques that the little six-year-old taught you on how to wash your hands. Exactly. And buy some soap. And soap on the rope if you're just with a loved one this weekend and you're taking a shower together. And it and drops sing, all the time. And sing, when you are <laughs> washing your hands, sing, I will survive. Put Gloria Gaynor on in the bathroom. Because we're all going to survive. In the meantime, don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Don't kill one another. And God bless America. Despite all of our problems. The Tony Bruno Show so the greatest Bruno place Nation on earth. Live. Thank you. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks. Because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon.